Hey there. Before we got started, we want to say a quick thank you to our host, Muse on Minis. For years now, Muse on Minis has been the industry leader in beautiful, high-quality tabletop accessories. From tokens to widgets to terrain and more across a wide variety of games, Muse on Minis has everything you could possibly need to complete your tabletop wargaming experience. Head to MuseOnStore.com to see what new innovations the fellas come up with next. That's MuseOnStore.com. Musing and amusing accessories for every gamer. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Full Tilt. My name is Steven, and I don't play Cricks. My name is Jesse, and I'm dabbling with Infernals currently. I'm Nigel, and I play Kador. Isn't it Kador? No, it's Kador. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm Chad, I play Trolls. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Chad, have you ever played anything else? Mm, nope. Nice. Uh, I briefly um, dipped into Signar for like a month or two. Dem Jakes? Didn't like it. That's fair. No. Huh. Well, Definitely not as hardy. Uh, no, yeah. No, I mean, it's fine. It was fine. It was like, I don't know. Very different from Trolls, though. Probably the, the opposite of this spectrum. Also, just like, I think I found out that... I, I just think Hordes is a better system. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Excuse I think me? that's probably true. That's <laughs> <laughs> just... Yeah, I think that's true. Buy now, pay later is always better, you know. It is. Yeah, exactly. Um, or forget to pay and then frenzy. <laughs> yeah, that's a different style you can have. <laughs> I think the primal change is so freaking sweet that, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Anyway. Uh, news what's and announcements. The, what's on the docket? Well, yeah, there, was some, there was some news dropped from Faye. She was on an episode of the meta. And uh, I listened to it for you guys. So here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh Orgoth is likely coming in the next few months. There's no exact time frame, but it sounds like it was uh, before June, which is when their normal new factions dropped. So that's kind of interesting. It was coming a little sooner. Uh, it sounds like well, it's are we actually releasing it, or, or is it just the rules? Uh, it sounded like they're releasing it, maybe oh, in, wow. in April or May. So okay. we should be seeing some spoilers soon, I'd imagine, which is kind of cool. Uh, it is a War Machine faction, from what I gather. Uh, their their warjacks, quote unquote, are uh their their warjacks that take after beasts. So like they're the shape of beasts, but the warjacks, I guess. Oh, this is some weird nonsense transformer nonsense. Yes, yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. The first thing I thought was like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah, what does that mean? They're warjacks, yeah, but they are, they take the shape of beasts. They said that they that's uh, yeah, I don't know. They said that they're it's it's like the Transformers where you have like Ravage or whatever. Ravage. And, and then it does uh, the little Optimus dog is, and is a gorilla. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Dinobot. Beast Wars. Dinobots, exactly. Yeah. Beast Wars. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna start having Beast Wars. I mean, you know, whatever. It could work. Could be cool. Yeah. But it just yeah, it just sounds like they are uh, mechanical. Yeah, they're just mechanical, but they take the shape of beasts. So I have no idea what kind of beast they could be, right? Because we have dragons all over the place. We have elephants. We have all sort. We have werewolves. We have all sorts of stuff. Trolls. What what could it be? Yeah, I mean, if uh-huh. this means that there's going to be like that, it's literally going to be like Mecha Dire Troll Mauler and like Mecha Archangel, you know, or whatever. Like that'd be oh. awesome. <laughs> I hope it's something else. I hope it's I don't know because they're supposed to be Viking. Like they take a lot of aesthetic cues from Viking lore. But I don't know. 
like what Viking beasts are like trolls and stuff. And we, we have those already. So I don't, I'm not sure. But <laughs> I'm pretty excited about the faction one way or other. They are a, a medium based faction, just like Troll Blitz. And they said they're uh, Warcasters. They're going to be real expensive then. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. No money now. But they're Warcasters <laughs> of the size of uh, Infernal Masters, which are some of the coolest models in the game that are so huge. So that's pretty cool. I wonder how many man, how many casters they're going to come out with. I don't know. I and think how many cross faction themes they're going to have when they release them. I hope they have zero, but I wouldn't be surprised if no, they had one with, with Kator. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. With just Sokova. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or she's Partisan or Goth or something. I don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah, so she said that it functions like a combo of Crix and Kator together. So I'm imagining the beefiness of Kator with the debuffing of Cricks, but she didn't say that explicitly, just that it was, uh, it felt like a match of between uh, Cricks and Kador, which is kind of cool. Oh, I, I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. Well, do you like Old Grim? The like Old Grim no. faction. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, so outside of that, we don't really know too much. Um, other than that, a, the aesthetic will follow the Viking aesthetic from like the old uh, IKRG books. But they're tweaking it, so it's not quite as uh, not flamboyant, but not quite as grandiose like the armor style. So we'll see. We should be. I hope they spoil. I really hope they spoil some stuff before the new year. Just get some things exciting. Hmm. Maybe, but yeah. Well, it's coming out in quarter one of twenty twenty two, right? So it's like right around the corner. Yeah, or beginning of quarter two if it's in April or May. Oh, okay. I thought it was like February. That would be nuts. Then I, we better see some game rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, am I crazy? Is that is that not what they did? Or no, they just said it was. Uh, they said she said in four in a, in a few months, which could be. I guess it could be February. It could be March. But that'd be pretty crazy if they released it without any type of spoilers or anything at all. Yeah, yeah well, like the old days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? I do oh, miss man, the old legit. days. Granted. It would be cool, but I don't know. You know, you want some hype, too. I mean, I guess you could just release a bunch of models and spoilers like they did back in the day. That would be awesome. That that was always, like, super hype, you know? Yeah, speculating off of, like, an ability name or something, you know? That was always super cool. Yep. I think they could do it now, now that CID is dead and buried, which she confirmed, too, which is fantastic. CID just took the excitement away from new models. New models, exactly. Here's the rule, but maybe not. But maybe. Yeah. And they couldn't really yeah. tease anything. Yeah, they kind of took the piss out of everybody when their day model day one, and they felt like it was already nerfed. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah. It yep. seemed like such a good idea at first, and it just it's, it was one of those things. It, it was one of those like examples of you think you know what you want, but you really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was kind of necessary because like. The opening of Mark III was such a mess. Like they really needed, uh, <laughs> really, what they needed was like the the playtest, like, which I wasn't a part of in the Mark II playtest. But that's what they needed in the beginning of Mark II, and they just like in the beginning of Mark III. I mean, and they they, they just started it a year later with, when CAD came out, which is like ugh, does not look good. But it was you know, even if they had done like a full playtest, uh, like they did for Mark II with Mark III, man. There's like there were like twice as many models, you know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think it's CID served its purpose. Like there was so many things that needed to be fixed. 
but it just really ran its course and people are getting so sick of it. Like we had some locals quit the game because they're like, it's CID is just like, it jerks my head around in some different places. I just don't have the patience to keep up with it. So, yeah. And that's not good. Well, it should at the beginning of R3. They just like released a CID every fucking, you know, two months. It seemed like, so I think they was one, one a month. And those first yeah, ones had like 19 models in there or something. It was right, insane. Exactly. Yep. Which was, you know, of course, Signar and Cricks, which meant that when it came around to Scorn, who was the last one, we got three. So that's cool. But that, you know, good, good on you. You played a good faction. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, you had a whole rework, though. Shut your mouth. Yeah, it's because they designed it so poorly to begin with. Because <laughs> Jason Souls is at the helm, but whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the Will's fault. Uh, um. There are four faction updates that are going to happen in Q3 or Q4. Uh, they didn't say which factions it will be. So Please, God, be mine. No. Yeah. Which is like, good. oh, new Infernal Masters. Woo! That would be sweet. It's good news, bad news. I was kind of hoping they would, uh, after Orgoth, they'd go back to the old anthology-style releases where everybody got, like, three models. But I still have a feeling that these, like, I, I didn't listen to the podcast, but these four factions are like the ones that are, you know, have like some casters that still need reworks from this previous update, you know? So it's just going to take essentially a year hope to get to it, which is unfortunate. It could be. But I don't know. I hope there's another update in like July or August or something, you know? But Yeah. Just she- another like pass over the rules real quick or more models that are over slash underperforming. <clears throat> Vindicator. But. <laughs> I think she did mention that the next like big one, like this one, won't happen till after 2022. But they do have other ones slated, smaller ones, just not like oh, this okay. huge overarching one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, cool. Um, it, I can tell you two factions that it's not going to be because they. Well, she mentioned that they are progressing. They're going to be re- regularly progressing the fluff again, using like the IKRPG. Uh, stuff like that and things, which is pretty cool because I think it's been missing for a while. But uh, they mentioned two factions specifically would not be getting uh, fluff updates for quite a while. Take a stab. Which ones do you think they are? Is it Infernals? No, it's Scorn. Uh, of course. It's oh, the good. Child. Always. Scorn and Menoth because Menoth like, get torn down to the studs, I guess. And they don't know uh. what they're going to do with them moving forward. And then Scorn also got their ass kicked and head back to the homeland. So those two factions will probably not be four or two of the four factions getting updates at the end of the year, hmm. which is fine. I don't remember the details, but wasn't Harvey, what, didn't they like allude really heavily in the Henchhold scrolls to like Harvey, like getting ready to do like a big genocide or some shit? I would have to go back and read it. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. It was something big where it was like, man, Harvey's really gearing up to be a super, like a turbo fucker. <laughs> oh, man. That's very men off. They did say that they're going to uh, be picking those back up uh, at the end of this month, so they should be finishing up the storyline, which is pretty cool. That's, well, it it was a surprisingly years, fun way to was, yeah. like yeah, get what? the fluff updates and stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. You get little bite-sized things, you know, once a day or whatever. These six tweets or whatever. And I think they're going to do that. Well, they're going to do that for the other half of the Henshold Scrolls, but after that, I imagine they just release like fluff bits on their website, which is such a no-brainer to me, you know. Yep. Um, 
what other news? Oh, Eldritch will be winding up in War Machine. Not sure when or what faction they will work for. So that might Red. not bode well. It might not bode well for Red. But they aren't they? I thought I read somewhere that they are Red models, or am I mistaken? They well, that's what happened to the Retribution. They basically got all turned into Eldritch. So if the if all of Rhett got turned into Eldritch and Eldritch aren't Rhett models, what does that mean for Rhett? Uh-oh. I think I, that's why I have a feeling they are just new Rhett models. I don't know. Yeah, they've, they've, yeah I think they've got to be. Those, uh, what are they called? Just uh, artwork that they posted the other day look pretty cool. Yeah. So I think it'll be neat. Why mm-hmm. And the last no, bit of news. Another, another reason for you to get into Rhett, Steve. That's right. Well, it can't be worse than Crick's. No, uh, <laughs> worse because you're never going to get another release. Well, that's kind of nice for my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last bit of news was that the Champions format is dead. Uh-huh. Well, nobody played it anyway. Who cares? It was interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I think now would be as good a time as ever to uh, have a moment of silence for my our fallen comrade, the Steelhead Ironhead. Who doesn't work at all like I hoped for, and was propping up, propping up the Crooks faction that I that I bought that are now on sale the next day that I find out that it doesn't work. So, <laughs> oh, we, we are in peace, it. buddy. Yeah, rest in peace, bro. You can your, give your, it to me. Your illegal tech was was too sweet for this world. It was too good. I'll bury him with uh, my Hufet battle engines. Oh, fair. That's fair. We've been unfairly targeted, Chad. Not fair. Not fair. Thanks, Boomer. It was a piece of shit. (laughs) It was was a sweet cheating game, though. Sweet two games that you got in there, buddy. One game. One game. Oh, only one. Me too. I only got one game in. I got one and a half games with Terminus and the Ironhead. And then I. I I was just combining your two two games. (laughs) I was so sure that this tech was so sweet that I immediately bought the model after the first game. And then it came in, I assembled it. As I put it next on my painting table, <laughs> that yesterday, <laughs> hey, uh, that, that tech doesn't work. It was <laughs> deleted all my Crick's list, put it up for sale. Fuck this faction. Crick <laughs> and Nick. Huh. He got. He shot me down. That's okay. He shot us well, both down. I was so excited. I'm like, this guy might literally solve every single caster in, in Kador. <laughs> it's just like Sorcerer 3 solves him Butcher 3 solves him <laughs> Why would you get two extra inches on your P-Sorcerer thing too like Jesus <laughs> Yeah, it's like, Oh my god Yeah, it's... These are really making me consider there's a fucking fact there's a solo in Trolls that does that Really? What? Yeah the uh, lead foot in Dreads yeah, the, awesome, the character Pig Tank has a, an yeah. ability called Ride On where he can, if he moves within two inches of a medium or small base model, he can place it within two. Like, they can place within two. He's got, like, slipstream, basically? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It is legit, dude. Oh, my the God. The model's sweet, Chad. It's, it's a like, legit model. He's, like, seven points, and it's it's not bad. Like, it's, like, a 12... It's, like, got 12 boxes, armor 18. Yep. And it he does, like, a bunch down. of shit, yeah. Yeah. He has a veteran leader for the other pig tank. Mm. If you take I haven't two. really. Um, that's the, those pig tanks. Like, are one thing that I have not really like uh, explored a lot in my list building huh. stuff. Uh, I should probably do that. They're so expensive. Time. I mean, you can get them for free in the art in the Creole Company, right? No, you can only get them for free in the fucking pig theme. Oh, okay. which, I, which I hate. 
Yeah. He used to be able to take uh, Leadfoot for free in that that theme, too, which pissed me off because it's like, he's a fucking troll. Why can't I take him for free in Creel Company? No, you can't take him for free. No, I know. It pisses me off, too, because he's not... Because they're, I guess, they're technically minion models. Right. So it's like you can put... You can put the pig tank like pig tanks are like viable uh like legal options to include in Creole Company, but they don't fucking you can't select them as requisition options for some reason, which I Oh hate. my god, that is so lame. Because they're because they're not technically troll models, they're technically minion models. Like it's stupid. Uh, that's stupid. Well, but they're partisan, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Right. Anyway. God, at least our steelhead ironhead dream is alive and well in troll bloods. But who, who's who's the sweetest caster that can do that? Madrak two? Is he the is he the killing uh, Borkatu? Probably Madrak two. Borkatu you can't always do large base. Large base. Yeah, Madrak two is probably the best, or just or just fucking sweet Grim two. Or Gunbjorn get that gun up there. Sure. Like with Grim two, you can get up to like a twenty two inch, like threat with mortality, which is pretty sweet. Or pretty uh, awesome. or like repo three back and then another two inch place back. That's pretty sweet too. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Oh man, you can get that knockdown gun from mugs up a little a little far. That's kinda nice. Huh. That might be worth it. Might be worth it. When I first yeah, read the rule, that... I didn't I didn't uh, notice the uh the base size, so I'm like, God damn it, moving the bomber two inches farther forward is gonna be legit. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I cheated. Or I thought about cheating, but <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Model sweet though, I own one. Uh, what were you saying? There, Chad? Uh, I just say uh, it's making me like I don't know. I didn't really put a lot of stock into it. It's like yeah, it's it's weird. Like I remember Slipstream being like the biggest fucking pain in the ass, like fighting against Legion back in the day. And now that I have access to it, I'm just kind of like eh. Yeah, that's so, I don't know. Yeah. It's well, like, I mean, not- it is a little different because you can't just do the large bases. But yeah, yeah. Would be sweet. It's like I'm having that Skinner moment where it's like, am I really so out of touch? <laughs> I don't know. Those the examples you just gave are probably worth giving a shot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, worth able to just try it out. Try it before you buy, bro. Yeah. The sweet thing is like, you. We actually have a lot of like plus movement. I don't want it to just turn this into troll talk, but like, I guess that's what I fucking do whenever no, I'm. That's <laughs> but. The trolls got a lot of sweet, um, like random plus movement shit. Mm-hmm. Um, between like the 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 Creelstone plus plus one speed for Northkin models, and then uh, the character Thunderstone sure. has a uh, mm-hmm. plus one speed on uh, full advances. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's crazy good. Within five inches of him, right? Like all those models, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, not war beasts, but um, yeah, yeah, but that, that's just still good. Or maybe other, those other things are good. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think it's only war models, but I'm not sure. That's still pretty awesome, and that model is so sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's the coolest. Uh, should we uh, recap our dojo duels from last week real fast? Do we want to kick off? You guys remember yeah. how your games went? We played like a shitload of games. Yeah, we have yeah. been fun. Um. Me and Chad didn't do a dojo duel, but I got destroyed. Uh, then me and Steve had our dojo duel of Terminus versus Sorsha. That was looking pretty bad for Sorsha. We never got back to it. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because I viciously cheated because of the Iron Head. <laughs> uh, well, you never yeah, got to. I, I made a stationary. You never got to use him. 
he was like a he like affected the game because he like made me I literally feeded to get him, but like yeah, uh, I was like, well, I can't have him just threatening like twenty one inches or whatever the hell it was. It was uh, nuts. Yeah, because it was like I got him and Derek Wraith, which is like four extra inches of movement, and that slows him down quite a bit, and whatever. But yeah, uh, and then also the carapace we pooched, like the Death Jack probably shouldn't have been dead or almost dead or whatever. Oh yeah, we, like, we screwed that bit up pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little of a hot mess game, but that's fine. Also, these the one thing that's cool about all these games is like holy crap, procedurally sequence of play understanding my spacing just all of it is so terrible so it's like if i'm not running like a windmill slam matchup problem it's like i'm guaranteed to just absolutely step on a rake uh yeah <laughs> there's a lot of fucking rust for sure like, yeah I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at how like quickly i'm coming back into it but it's still like i definitely like every game i've played so far i definitely feel a lot like afterwards where i'm like ah yeah i should like i could have done that way better you know yeah sure well i'm I'm starting to feel the like after the game like i could re-rack and feel better about like the matchup like just yeah it doesn't uh it's like it's not it's not our dojo it's not our dojo game but i kind of do want to talk about that game that we played for just like a hot second yeah, go Because um, I was trying out a list. I was just trying out, like, I wanted to see if playing out of theme is, like, even remotely viable. And it was, a, like, I, I I swear to God, I'm not, like, I wasn't trying to, like, rope-a-dope or, like, you know, or, or just be, like, a humble, like, idiot. But I legitimately, like, sat down at the beginning of that game and thought, like, man, this is a fucking bad matchup for me. And then, like, at the end of the game, it seemed like it turned around... Like it's like I don't know. I guess I. What are your thoughts of that? Like, because it it did seem like. I think it was just a good. I think it was just a good fair matchup. I think it's like a, yeah. just a good game. And then I I was so over the top confident about the matchup because I had so much like tough removal. And then you yeah. beat it, and I so I I overplayed it into I turned it into a bad matchup for me. I sort <laughs> of playing so carelessly. But like that being said, if I played more coy. Um, I think it's just a good matchup for both of us. Like where we're both. Yeah, yeah. Like so, you're saying like if you send in just like the three flamers and like keep the rest of them like at back at like max range or whatever. And yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. That would have been. Yeah, uh, that would have been way better. <laughs> well, that and if I just shield guard, if I if I sh- if I shield wall and just stay at max range and don't kill anything other than what the snipers can take out, and that's it. Then it's like. You know, yeah, especially then you just dismantle me over like a couple turns pretty easily. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're going to pressure me on scenario. But generally speaking, if you've got, if you, if you hold and you basically can like get the feet out of the way and then just the whole army can go nuts, then you're, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So just for context for everyone that's listening, because I realized that we're kind of talking about a lot of stuff that really only makes uh. sense to the two of us. So Nigel was playing uh, a variation of his, uh, his uh Kozlov list with um a devastator beast of on sorsha and uh a rager and then like the full boat the winter guard uh infantry full boat and uh, uh ak's um and then i was playing a list with mandrak three um out of theme because i just wanted to get all of the sweet stuff in one list uh so i had fen blades um scatter gunners long riders and mulg and then like just an axe or impaler and some like random other like support shit. 
Um, Sweet. Yeah, and so like, and then the other thing was like with Nigel's list was he had like the full fucking sniper crew, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Like you had what Winterguard? Um, yeah, Kel... Widowmaker, Widowmakers, Kel Baylock, the yeah, Marksman, Old Grim. Uh, I think that I mean I guess that's that that's the full boat. That's like a lot of fucking. It was like ten sniper shots, or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, two the two solos shoot two times each, and then I got the fifth one, and then the so it's, yes, nine sniper shots a turn, which is more than enough to take two Gen Mountain units apart. Yeah, you know, plus, and pretty quick. Plus Kayazi, which got in there um, probably yeah. a little prematurely. Yeah. Um, yeah, the kind of like eliminators too is just like oh my god, it's like everything was like, and then like strangle gas on the on the. It was like, uh, it's so much tough removal stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I popped my, I, I basically, um, Nigel went first, uh, cause he had the sweet rerolls and he also just rolled a six like a boss. Um, so he like pressured the table pretty aggressively. Um, and then I just like on my turn, I just ran everything as far forward as I possibly could. Cause my, like my game plan was basically just like flood the tan, like pop my feet, like see what survives. Like, it's just like the sort of classic bowl. Um, you're probably going to come in. I had like the unit, like the scatter gunners and the fen blades were like pretty aggressively far forward. Um, like maybe like, you know, not like, like nine or eight or nine, like eight to 10 inches away from like your front line. Um, yeah. It was actually almost 12 inches exactly or some, something in that. It was like 11. It was like right at the kind of, that was the other thing that made it interesting is those right around the extreme ranges of like all my, Assault commandos, like their 11 inch threat. So mm-hmm. everybody was about 11 inches away from my assault commandos, which was like the. And yeah, you didn't, I don't even think you tried to do it. It's just I was as fast as you could run. <laughs> no, I, I literally <laughs> just ran as far as I could. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, uh, so I popped my feet. I have like a, you know, two like max units of infantry um, and then some long riders like off on the side and stuff. Um, and I'm just like, okay, let's just try and weather the storm. I ended up putting. Um, I ended up putting Defender's Ward on the Fen Blades, and then I ended up putting Tale of Mists on the Fen Blades with the Chronicler. So I, I forgot to mention the Chronicler is one of the support pieces that, like, is another reason why I went out of theme because the Chronicler is only in one theme in Trolls, and it's the theme that doesn't have any guns. And no. he's a really fucking good unit. He's a really good support piece for gun lists. You can um, take Invincible, do you? Just so you know. I, that's not a theme as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, so, uh, so my fen blades were like def 16 versus his shooting, which helped a lot. And I think Nigel was, I think Nigel was focusing on the, like, I think we both like, I think we both like, um, were over sort of valuing the fen blades when the scatter gunners were like the really fucking priority unit. I guess I don't know what you were, what your thought process was, but after that game, no, no, I, I wanted nothing to do with it. I wanted to get the scatter gunners, but you had like two that were kind of behind a building, and I couldn't really get them because they're behind a wall behind a building. And mm-hmm. then there was the three in the forest. I was really going for them. And I should have like flamered them. I just sort of lost track of them a little bit. Uh, but it was just you know because the pen blades had um, fail of mist, and they were just a little bit past gear to hit. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, in hindsight, I feel like I should have um, put Defender's Word on the Scatter Gunners. But I don't know. Either way, uh, I had like I tried to be as defensive as possible. And then so he came in with his snipers. And I think I think out of like, I don't know, like, I want to say you made 
I want to say you killed like at least ten guys between like all of the snipers and then your like random other shots like with like rockets and stuff. Yeah, the snipers killed I think five guys because basically almost everybody missed once. Like, um, yeah, yeah, Old Grim missed one of his two shots. The uh, Kel Bellock missed one of his two. Two of the Widowmakers missed. Um, I think the marksman hit his guy, so it was like you know right around fifty, you know. 55% hits. So I got like five kills out of that, out of the nine shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and the then, Kaiser uh, Eliminators, I think just killed one because um, yeah. didn't have a good charge. Yeah. I wasn't able to really sidestep and get anything juice. Like the, the sidestep the wall. Yeah. The wall got in the way. Um, but that would have been nice if I could have got back there and killed like one more scatter gunner, at least I was yeah. tempted to also just charge Mulg, but I didn't want to get hit by him. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I think I think all things said and done, like I had four fen blades left at the end of the turn, and I had like I want to say like maybe six scatter gunners left. Yeah. Um, and of those things, I only got to make I think of all of those deaths, I think I only was like allowed to make like two or three tough checks. <laughs> like everything else was just auto auto <laughs> remove or like yeah. ignore buff. And I and like to my credit, like <laughs> or credit, I don't know, to my luck, whatever, like. I made all of those tough checks because of the four plus tough. Um, so that was, that was nice, but it was definitely just like, man, this feat is like for this feat to just be so trivially ignored. Yeah. It's, it, rough. it's kind of a kick. Yeah. Cause it's not a very good feat to begin with. Like it's just four plus tough immune to knock down. And if you make a tough check, you can move, you can advance three inches. So I don't know. To me, that doesn't scream like super power feet. Like it's not even like a very power defensive feat. Like if you have a giant mass of infantry, like it could be, I could see it being pretty annoying, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's offset by the, his spell list though? Cause his spell list is the nuts. I think it's offset. Yeah, I do. I do. Yes. I think it's offset by his spell list. And I think it's also offset by his just like, uh, Something that was coming up a lot in the game was like his his ability to shield guard and his that his uh, uh, field marshal shield guard like is like it was coming up a lot. Well, yeah, the field marshal really made it feel like you know, I was playing against a tier list, honestly, because that's like a, that's like a tier list type bonus, hmm. and it was uh, really strong. Because yeah, he himself because it's like you really don't want a caster who's going to shunt it shield guarding. Oh, you know, like. Uh, you know, eating, especially if he's high armor, so he can, like, depending on what he's shunting or spending on what he's shield guarding, like, he, he is invalidating something, like, you know, it's like he can either take a one a one point sniper shot and then just, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. He, he's a, he was a problematic, and then Mulg doing it was problematic. Like, all of them were like, god damn it. Especially against Paler. You don't want to, <laughs> I'm not going to go and kill this Impaler, but the fact that he's protecting a Felcaller, you know, it's like, yeah i was like it was surprisingly good it was like it was better it was it was the kind of it was the kind of thing where it's like when you're like building the list and looking at the caster's card you're like oh this will be good mm-hmm. and then like actually like having it on the table and like just like seeing like its effect you're like oh like this is this is better than i thought yeah, yeah. I, I have the same thing in, in scorn with uh pima Keda. she has the same uh field marshal and it's just the nuts it's like you can take the mammoth, and if he takes damage, he gets plus two speed too. So it's like, all right, well, you want to shoot Molokar and shoot the mammoth. Now he's speed six, and he rushes to speed eight. That's, that's, that's kind of why I was like liking the um, the uh, non theme like uh, ability of the list, just because like Molg. That's what Molg, like he's like the best shield guard in the game because you don't want to fucking shoot him like at all. Yeah, yeah. 
Because if you shoot him, he gets to make a full advance. Um, <laughs> and then he gets to make a melee attack if he's in range of something. But, like, you just don't want it. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just so fucking risky to, like, just, like, let him, you know, walk towards you. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, Mulg was, like, kind of surprising me, too. Um, I, I think I think Mulg is part of the reason that I was having, like, more of a um, a good game than I was expecting to. Because, yeah, like, you killed a bunch of my infantry, and I was going to, you know, I was going to counterpunch, like, somewhat hard with um, Battlelust, um, and then, like, killing all of your infantry with my Scattergunners. Um, but, like, after that turn, like, I wouldn't really have had... Like, you would have finished up my infantry, and then you would have had three heavies, or two heavies, like, left over that I would have had limited ability to deal with. Mm-hmm. We could have done the peace trading thing at that point, where it's like, well, I can send... You know, I can Battlelust Madrak with the Rune Cult, or the Rune Bearer, and then I can send him in and he can finish off like a heavy or maybe two heavies. But then you're going to have, you can like do the peace trading thing, you know, and like have your caster like set to like just come in on me. Yeah. And Malakov is, or not Malakov, uh, Kozlov is a motherfucker yeah. in melee. So, but like just the fact that Mulg is so fucking good now, like I feel like just it tilted it way more than I thought it was going to at the beginning of the game. It was like we were doing um i sent mulgan he had like his three jacks in the middle of the table like all sort of like forming a wall on his feet turn and um i sent mulgan and the fan blades and we like they killed beast of nine and did a couple like did like a, two columns of damage to the rager um and then i was debating basically whether i should put defender's ward on mulg or madrak because madrak was just kind of a like he was fucking up there because he kind of has to be. Um, and uh, then on Nigel's turn, like we were, we were, you know, he was kind of trying to do the like, like plan out, like, okay, what can I do on my turn? Like, I can, you know, I, I can cast Fury on these War Jacks, and then I can like either send them in on your caster, or I can, you know, send them in on Mulg. Hmm. And it occurred to me, like, as we were talking through, like, you know, the sort of. Um, course of his turn i was like man actually you can't cast uh fury on your warjax because mulg has got four fury on him and he'll just fucking negate the spell oh that's lame (laughs) (laughs) and it just i don't know it just occurred to me that it was like man like this like this is this is another example of like this ability is fucking good and when you're reading it on a card you're like that ability is fucking good and then when you actually see it on the table and like you can apply it like the way that you want to it's like this is even better than i thought because i don't know it just occurred to me it's like i could put you know i had i ended up putting defender's word on my caster because he was so far forward but like if i play a little bit more like passively with him and then i just send mulgan and put defender's word on him and if he gets to your heavy you know if you need to cast a buff spell on your heavy in order to get him to kill like an armor 23 mulg like you're you you're you're gonna be fucked yeah yeah, that's pretty insane. Hmm. Uh, I checked in that game periodically. I was like, I can't remember the first turn Nigel ran up and killed himself. I was like, looking bad for Chad. Checked in a half hour later. I was like, where did Nigel's army go? <laughs> it was a fun game, though. I had a lot of fun. Like, yeah. The, the thing about some of the games I've been like, I've only played three games so far, but pretty much all of them have been very very like back and forth in a very satisfying way. Like it's like, you feel like 
you feel like you're getting shit on. And then on your turn, you feel like you're on top of the world. And that's just, I don't know. It's fun. It's I like just when I still want... feel like I'm getting shit on, but yeah, sure. <laughs> just kidding. No, no, I mean, no. I don't know. Now you got to play those Windicators more. Yeah, that's right. That's just like what I want out of the game, though. You know, like it's such... no. It's, it's, you're right because it's like it just makes the game more. I don't know. Not immersive isn't the word really, but like, yeah. I mean, it's just fun. I don't know. It's more fun for both players, really, because you know, you're, each person's chipping away at something else, and eventually. You know, eventually one person has to win. That's like, know, and I've only played three games, so I'm sure that it's not. You know, I, I like. I know that my experience, my experience right now, is not comprehensive by any stretch of the imagination. But, sure. um, I just remember that being like that was like the quintessential Mark II experience. It was like when you when you fucking sit down at a table and you're like, I I picked the bad, like I picked the wrong list. This is a fucking terrible matchup, and then you yeah. like literally can't do anything all game long and just get shit on and there was no game like and it was just like two hours of just like you getting punched you know yeah, and you're just like that's not fun and that that was like the quintessential mark two like yeah, mark yeah, two no, experience. I agree. yep 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 no but these like little dojo sessions have been pretty cool you know yeah so. yeah absolutely well that and then that punched my list up quite a bit like that was the other thing i just took it was like it was i, I like it couldn't even get emotionally invested i immediately divested because it was just like well a i played like an idiot so let's just take that off the off the board and then also it tuned up entirely my whole like list i you know sometimes you like you get a little your head up a little up your own ass like when you're doing you get a little too cute so it's yeah. like i just took like sorsha sorsha was running a jack i just took her out entirely and i just took beast and i out and i took i just took two more clam jacks it was like the whole point of the list is to flank and take POW 16s up to 18s, and then you have a Fury Caster, so you're hitting for, you know, 21s. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. that's more than enough for most things, and if you really yeah. need to, on the feet turn, you're getting Weapon Master charges. So it's like, if, you know, you really are, you know, like, really need to explode stuff, you can have an extra gear. Um, but, like, the clam, that, the clam Jack replacement, that alone, kick the list into, like, a different here yeah, like okay I think that, Jesus. yeah i think that list is really fucking scary me, right? yeah yep yeah, the other thing rough, i like though. about it is like it's kind of like the same it's kind of like the same thing that i'm trying to go for with that magic list but just i feel like better where it's like you can it, it doesn't really matter what like it doesn't really matter what survives the first onslaught because you can kind of turn whatever leftovers you have into just like fucking killing monsters you know, like yeah. if all you have left are the winter guard and they have like this giant like armored, you know, armored shell to crack. Like you yep. can plus you can fucking plus seven them, which is insane. Yeah. And there's a cute sort of closed closed loop or like the fact that they get cranked up to a million pal so they can hit a, they can blow up a tank. But then if they don't, they're causing your jacks to also blow up a tank like every, you know, and they mm-hmm. they flank with. You know, or they cause Kozlov to flank too. So if you just get like a limited touching somebody, then Kozlov comes in. And uh, yeah, it's it's just it's it's nice to have a list that has these cool, cool, yeah, that like sort of closed loop synergy going on where it's like the jacks are helping the troops, the troops are helping the jacks. Yeah. Yep. Because that's the other thing with the three clam jacks is they're all girded, so I can like strap all these one wound dingleberries to them. 
and uh, <laughs> not worry about AOE damage. Yeah, yeah. And then the claim jacks can't be moved or slammed and stuff, so that's pretty sweet. And that like that ability is I don't know that if it's under I don't know if it's underrated or like it's 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 more noteworthy than I feel like um, people give it oh, credit for. Yeah, I mean me personally I I value it like S tier. <laughs> everybody yeah. everybody's everybody when they every single person that when you guys play is always like you can even see it. I want to slam. I just like will say it sometimes. I'll just be like, you can't be slammed. Oh, it's like the <laughs> every, every, everybody's first thing when they're trying to start like their assassination run or their big thing is like, I got to knock this thing down and then slam it or whatever. Uh, and it's like you take that off the table, especially if you're like in front of a wall and they get excited. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, it's not happening. Oh, uh, yep. and then, me. That was me. Not against me. I'm like, oh, I got a chance at grab and smash. Oh, fuck. Well, I can't even yeah. do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just going to stand here and punch you in the face. I think you can throw. I just can't be slammed and pushed. Oh, okay. but, yeah, you can throw, I think. Okay. Well, that it's makes the, sense. It's the don't touch my shit rule, which is like my favorite rule in the game. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, what yeah. about you guys? Did you guys played each other, right? You, uh, Steve and Jesse? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we played yesterday. Yesterday? The day before. I played my uh, so we played that that Jalame list. Uh, that I remember had the the tunes Archivari and they were garbage. Well, I swapped those oh, for Archidons. Works much better. So oh, oh, it was awesome. So the the list has like two Archidons, uh, Molot Karn because he's pretty great with uh, Warpath, and then mm-hmm. uh, whatever the rest doesn't really matter. The unit of Keltari because they're defense fifteen. Against uh, range attacks, and if you put celerity on them from a K to zero, they're defense 16, speed 9, uh, which is pretty nuts. Uh, and on the feet turn, he gets minus one die to hit them too, so it's like defense, defense 16. You can boost for two dice, like just good luck. It's pretty insane. Uh, yeah. I won the die roll to go first and kind of jammed him out, but he, uh, I mean, he almost killed me with Agathon. Uh, he left, he left Jalame on two boxes. And he would have had an extra dark fire, but uh, he went. Really I, I, I just did not activate the correct models first. But yeah, and I think that's just it comes with reps, you know, because I, I think that cast is pretty complex. The faction is too to play, so I think with playing more reps, you definitely get that down. And then I would have died like a chump. But that's all right. Oh, it was a good game. I mean, it was four minutes long, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like I like like my okay. my game with Nigel. Four minutes long. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Non-theme Ron. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I even crit on my first battle mage pull, but you know, you're stupid chosen ground. It's like, oh, it can't be. Oh that yeah. Good. I did. Um, I had to make sure they go the hard way. And that's a hard pattern to shit out of you. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I, super hard. I'm a learning <laughs> computer, though. I was able to get those mages out of there on the second game. Yeah, it's like time oh, you yeah. out. No problem. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. If he's like, I'm like. Half of both units left. That's that's yeah. It's basically yeah. Oh, yeah. Got Deal it. with that. <laughs> oh man, and also old Grim Sweet. Oh yeah, you and Nigel and I uh, played a game. Too. Oh yeah, it's a, essentially a follow up against Chad's game because uh, Nigel tuned the list up and I played Omidomus almost <laughs> five tormentors, and um, I think three of them died, or maybe even four of them died in one turn. That was awesome. You did the same thing Chad did, which is you jammed me, and I had a much better, and you're faster than he was, so you jammed in a 
much closer proximity to me. Like so, Chaz just troll speed naturally put him at about eleven inches away, which was good enough. That was almost perfect because it was a left to let me to like full meal deal try to commit, and I was too not all the way there to get all the way in. Whereas mm. with you, I you fed me three heavies in on yeah, my end of the table, well. and you had two that were sort of gettable, like that were a little bit farther back. Yep, and. uh yeah, the gang, the flank, the flank fury gang nonsense just like yeah, exploded. is not going to hold up when you're only over twenty. So. Yeah, yeah. But and yeah, I don't think that's a very. I mean, maybe it's just my play, but I really feel like that's probably not an optimal strategy as a jam. Because shit just hits so fucking hard now. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. No, maybe not for infernals, right? Because the the stat lines. 11 terrible. Yeah, yeah that's, the 28 boxes was the rough part. Was like, yeah, that's well, 24 rough. boxes. 24 boxes. Yeah, like, really, yeah, was, yeah. Was... that's bad. On a heavy? Yep. That does seem, that does seem points. a touch low. Well, yeah, you, don't want, you don't want to claim, you don't say that because I summon one every turn. So. Yeah, he gets a free yeah. one. <laughs> it's a, essentially a seven point heavy if I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Or, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely interesting. It's a steep learning curve, I guess. That's fine. That's why it's yeah. fun, fun to... Probably should have played it, like, I wish I would have known that my dumb sister-in-law wasn't going to take my wife out shopping, but uh, then we could have re-racked, because that would have been, yeah. you know, pretty good, I think. I'm so. curious, I'm very curious about Infernals, just because, like, looking at Crucible Guard, it just seems like this faction, they just gave them all, like, a billion, like, they just gave them all, like, huge fucking stat blocks and then like a billion fucking rules and like it's just like crazy and it just seems like what the fuck but like infernals genuinely seem interesting to me because they're like just different they're like so fucking different they're terribly statted first of all they're all their solos are 13 14 with five wounds you know or 12 14 or 12 12 so you know stats which means that they must they must be like made up somewhere else in their rules right like they to compensate for that the casters are good. Yeah, there you the go. Be- the beasts are good too, but or the horrors. And, and the solos involved. are just always placeholders for because every time they summon a new heavy, they kill a solo to do yep. it. Like they explode out of the solo, so like they don't have to have great stats because they're just placeholders for. And then no, they, that's true. They, if they were all seventeen seventeens or something weird or seventeen thirteens well, or seven, you know, then it would be like really hard to try to scalp them out before you made the heavies, you know. There's two that are like nice. as I think she's a sixteen thirteen, mm-hmm. and uh, and she's like she's good flag holder, you know. Yeah. And then like, the juniors fourteen 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 sixteen D cell against guns. I don't know. Mm. It's fine. It's just like you gotta uh, you gotta kill models every turn to bring more in, and you have to figure out which ones. Like a can you take order. weird Wendell? No. no, they don't have any access to uh, mercy models. I think other than the yeah. uh, James. That's weird. They can take yep. James. Yeah, I think I'm not sure, but yeah, they did. Like Crucible Guard stats are essentially the same, eleven, eighteen, but they just have really good guns. Yeah, the Jacks at least, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think before probably... me and Jesse's game, we had a pre-ramble, and Jesse was like trying to prep me for, you know, all the, the entire the entirety of the Infernal faction, and. <laughs> The only things I remembered was the stuff that wasn't in his list. So I was like, oh, every fucking five seconds, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, like, okay you killed him all. You cast a free spell? I can't do that. It's my own fucking cancer. 
<laughs> I didn't say it like that. Come on now, but uh, uh, come on. Know. That's not, that's not right, stretch. And then, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, uh, I, like, I explained my list pair, and I'm like, "What do you want to play against?" He's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know either. I literally don't know. know. It's all yeah. You, you uh, spoke a foreign language for about 15 minutes. I was like, okay, <laughs> it's all. And then, uh, uh, and then, I was, then you're like, "Which one of these two you want to pick?" I was like. I don't know. Uh, the one, yeah, the one that sounded like, wah, 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 and I was listening to it. And then, um, and then, uh, yeah, you just picked whatever. And then I just, again, I just was like, Oh, it was quite clear during the game, all the stuff that sounded busted to me in your thing, you know, because you're like, and then if you kill a model, this happens. And if this happens, and this happens. I, I think had I played that list, it might've not gone very well for you, but I don't yeah. know. Cause you know, uh, hell mouth's pow 12. It's not, you know, if you shield wall, it doesn't matter. But. Yeah. You know. Or is it, is it, if you get pulled, does it take you out of shield wall? Um, I don't know how if it does the damage after, or if if, if I summon, you know, I don't know in that case. Can you can you sequence it where the damage occurs after his final location? I don't know. I don't know if it's like well, magic or whatever. A target model, and then the center. I think it's a three inch AOE on the model, and yeah, you pull models within three inches, three yeah. inches towards the guy, and then they all take about twelve afterwards. Yeah. But so, I was also positioning as if you had Hellmouth the whole time and worried about it. <laughs> so like, yeah, well, was, uh, you know, I should have explained it a lot better. Sorry about that. So, oh, it's you know, it's just uh, and then yeah, like I was just like, well, it was just amazing that all my game planning was against this thing, like didn't exist, and it just sort of worked out. I was like a oh, oh, well, kid wandering in the middle of a movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I think I played one game with Zadaroth like last year. And she's definitely the coolest, like the most generalist caster, but she's also the most obvious one. So it's like, that's why I want to just ram jam games with Agathon and see how that goes. So, but yeah, no, that's, uh, anyway. Jesse and I we, played our dojo games. We did. we did get our dojo game and I got my cosites did well, well, they did something. I think if you, so yeah, so we, he he played like one on one side and one on the other side. On, on... Should not have done that. Instantly regretted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Because on the one side, I had um, I just had like high highwaymen, like literally just <laughs> they were literally just like looking at the table edge, so we couldn't yeah. get back strikes on them because they have because they're they're def thirteen, so like cosites are terrible. Like you killed one of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they killed every single one, like on the on the retaliation. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> they're really fucking good at killing things. Um, and then on the other side of the table, you, like you sent them in on a front butt uh, uh, gargantuan. Yep. And they did decent damage. They did like fifteen points, I think. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the turn, um, like it, it was it was iffy whether you were going to kill the gargantuan or not. So I feel like if they both went in on that side, like that would have been pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I was really thinking there, but that happened in my other game that I played with the Cossites too. Is maybe I'm just a terrible person to the, play with damage there models. Were, <laughs> there were a couple of sweet takeaways from that game, though, which is um, one: burrowers are fucking sweet. Two: oh, yeah. the fucking Colden Lord is like a hard counter to burrowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Which I didn't yeah. realize until like 
literally you were like doing your first turn and you're like, this guy's going to use uh whatever, like wind, wind ravager. ravager. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like, cool. What's that do? You're like, well, nobody can shoot within like nine inches of him. I'm like, brewers have fucking four inch guns. Cool. 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 <laughs> like he's like, entire, like, like pop-up areas in his range <laughs> yeah he's like literally standing on top of the fucking periscope like yep. it's like awesome yeah sorry um so <laughs> then i had nice and then i'm like and then i'm like okay well that's cool i have this big fucking gun on my gargantuan like i can shoot him right and it's like nope he's immune to cold well fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and immediately and then the other thing was um victor shooting two giant fucking rough terrain pie plates like all game long basically yeah. made me regret ever thinking that a fell caller was uh, optional <laughs> i mean i so, wanted to do the fire but that wouldn't have done anything you know <laughs> so uh immediate revisions were made to my yeah, list as soon as that game was yeah. over me too that's um, funny yeah that's basically i got the uh thumper crew out and then um got a fell caller in and i also uh downgraded the or I, I upgraded the glacier king into just two fucking bombers yep 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 but yeah brewers are pretty much just as good as i thought that they were going to be like you put the fucking token so far up the table and then with grim the like threat the threatened area that they can like laser beam is enormous like it's it's basically just if you're anywhere Within like, yep. what? Just, I'm just going to do the math. If you're anywhere within 12 inches, it's basically like a a, a slightly bigger um, scenario circle zone. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was a large area. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> and then the scatter gunners did a shitload of work. Yeah, I'm convinced yeah. that scatter gunners are are like the best unit in trolls. <laughs> I think they they're, might be. Yeah, they're real good. Uh, I don't know. And then. Uh, I was also just not really looking at my war room, and then at the end of the game, I'm like, "Oh, Vela miss. That would have been smart to cast." Definitely. The other, the other thing, <laughs> the other big, big moment in the game that uh, definitely turned the tides in my favor was Grim just fucking buckling down and like one, <laughs> one shotting the shield guard. Yeah, twenty yeah, base. Yeah. Like, what are those things called again? The guardians. Umbral guardian. Yeah. Umbral guardians. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, yeah, I've got this umbral guardian. It can shield guard twice. So I'm like, okay, cool. So now it's like, I really fucking can't kill this golden lord. <laughs> like, <laughs> like normally I want to feed on turn two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was just like, I can't feed on turn two, and I can't have the like, and I'm I, the burrowers are just going to stay underground because they have to just stay underground until this fucking until this fucker dies, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I can only get like one big, like good, like long range shot on this fucker, like a turn. And he's like, I can shield guard two things. You know, I'm like, fuck me. Like, so I'm at least one turn out from killing him. Potentially three turns out from killing him. Like, you know, like I can't, I can't wait that long. So, and then Grim just like fucking rolled like a 14 or whatever on the damage roll. So that was no problem. (laughs) Get in there, son. No, that was good. It was, was uh, in our game. It was nice. Um, it was just a nice. I feel like it was just him being like, "Hey, welcome back to the game, buddy." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, doing my work. <laughs> That's funny. that was fun. It was a fun game. So, I don't know too. You know, that happened in Steve's game too. I uh, yeah. Well, I was just to say, I'm like, yeah. I I try and be. I'm like, I don't know, for like, I try and remind people at the start of their turn. You know, for maybe the first couple turns, like, hey, this guy will come into play and shield guard something, or this these things are counter charged. Just remember, 
you know, just because I don't want to, I don't want to gotcha people, you know. And then like Steve's yeah. like, okay, did I my caster? Go and shoot Eilish. Okay, I'm gonna shield guard it. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that that caster Jalem is like an incredible uh, solo yeah. scalper because like if, if you if you pray a solo, he's rat nine, pal twelve. And then he could be range sixteen. It's like is insane. And he, he he has access to Dead Eye and Marketh could put it on him. So he just like aces two solos a turn. And against Infernals, killing those solos is so key because that stops him from summoning more. So I was like, oh man, I'm gonna pop Eilish, no problem. And then I'll kill uh what's that Runewood, no problem. I was like, all right, walk up, here we go. Load him up, Puppet Master, Dead Eye, the whole nine yards. Uh take my first shot. Hits it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and summon the Humble Garden is like, son of a bitch! <laughs> I didn't do any damage to it. God damn it. I think he did a two, and then a couple more. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it was shield guarding twice is insane. There's, there's things are so fucking good, too, just for the fact that like you can't... I mean... So, like, shield guard is also like obviously like a really good ability, but it's so limited, you know? Um, yeah, you could just place those things. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the thing is like it's it's not it's not just that like you can't kill the shield guard before they get their value. It's that they you can't kill them before they get their value, and literally they're protecting your entire fucking army. Sure, yeah. but half like, the time you're an idiot like me, and I forget to deploy. I don't deploy them, but I put them like on the side of the war table, you know. I and then that. when the game starts, I zoom in a little bit and forget them. Whoops, and, and that, uh, that's just a. I mean, that's no. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, well, and that's something that like that's just a that's just something that's going to go away. Like the yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But being able to place your shield guard and then shield guarding two times, like Jesus Christ, and it has defensive strikes. So you you try to yeah, I didn't realize that. Either. That's sweet. And their mass seven good. power eleven weapon masters. Yeah, oh, they're armor nineteen if they're in the in the D cell. I mean, jeez, yeah. incredible, <laughs> really good model. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if it was smart, but in my Chad game, after like realizing that, like, God damn it, I really don't want to kill crows to fuel Regna's essence, but I need the D cell, or I need to get rid of Regna and then just get another Umber Guardian in here and have a second shield guard. You know, so essentially a four. It's mm. probably enough, but yeah, I don't know. So. It's a it's a tough part about Infernals. It's like your your list, you really have to build your list with a map for your whole game, like a roadmap for everything. Yeah, kind of, but it's also dependent on what your opponent's playing because uh, you know, like wretches, kind of, they're useful. They're also do cheap. guardians have reach? Yes. They do. Yeah. So that's another thing is that um, that's another way to turn the burrowers off, which is kind of fucking annoying for me. Hmm. Um, is if you just get your guy like close enough to the bur- like I guess it's 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 a little bit different with Grim. It's a little bit harder with Grim. Um, it's possible for me to play around it, but the way that the burrowers were like because the burrowers were like three to four inches away from your colossal, right? So if you just held it and then like you know the first burrower shot that does damage to your colossal, you just place the fucking thing like in melee range with all of them. <laughs> oh, right. and then they can't yeah, shoot, and then they can't oh, shoot oh. anymore. Right. Jesus, you know, 
Um, oh, that would have been annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah. no, well, so sure. they have they have gunfire now, I guess. So they probably so if you 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 depending on how you place them, like a few of them might have been able to shoot at her and then clear the rest of them up. But like it's still yeah. it's, there's also, I think there's a possibility for you to place them like out of the fucking half inch melee range and then just like right in weird and then they, places. And then they're yeah, just sure. straight fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. They're definitely a faction that I'm going to play a shitload of games with, probably get destroyed every one of them, but that's okay. They're, okay. they're interesting. As the learning curve is pretty steep on them. But yep. Like you said, yeah, they're like a basic plan of which models you want to skill to summon first. Yeah. I think, but like the wretch, like I said, it's so useful. It has ancillary attack, and then yeah. it's key. It has a, a, a nuke that I'm probably never going to cast, but it's key one. Like if you're playing against the gun line, it makes models base to base with it stealth. Yeah, well, that's awesome. you stealth your caster or any of the other solos that you don't want to get shot at. Oh, so that's pretty neat. But yeah, I don't know. It's cool. But yeah, it's there's a lot of flexibility in their game plan throughout the because you know obviously you summon you summon heavies or not heavies but you summon war beasts as you need them. I mean, most of the time yeah. it's just tormentors, but sometimes you know you can you can summon a lamenter and drop a four inch cloud and it's like a little dude or summon the the uh, what's the thing called. Sure. The Shrieker, yeah, it has Wailing, it's got an Admonisher yeah. game, like, it's not a bad light. No, that thing is just the shit, I think, so. Yeah. That's my favorite one. I like the Lamenter, too, actually. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Paralysis on its attacks, so just like, you know, if you hit a living model, then it's def, def 5, fuck you, you know, it also so. doesn't have the, uh, if you're within, its, within 5 inches of it, you get minus 2 to hit. Yep, living models do, which is really yeah, good. You so. park that behind Domodomos, who's like, up the board anyway. Or uh, even just like your your soul stalkers that make some defense sip fifteen. So sure, yeah. and they can't be knocked down because they're serpentine, so that's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah I don't know. it's definitely like a shitload of different variations to go in there, you know. But yeah, I think the list building for it doesn't seem that exciting, but that's because the the game itself is you kind of build your list as yeah. you go. Which is kind yeah, of cool. yeah. Well that's hard too, because it's like if you're taking the two Umbral Guardians, you or one, you know. You know, a lot of people don't play them, but I think they're pretty decent there. But it, you're taking it at one of your requisition points, so yeah. that leaves. You don't Hermit have to... is guaranteed. Huh? Uh, sorry, go ahead. Finish. Oh, no, no. Uh, that, so generally, you're going to take Hermit because he fuel he has the fuel all your heavies uh, ability. Yep. And then uh, you know either like Eilish or Runewood or whatever you know, depending on your caster, I guess. But one of the five point other ones. So it's like. You know, you you either get th- free, three Mark Souls for free, or an Umbral Guardian and two Mark Souls for free. Or I guess if you really want to do, like, pay for all your Mark Souls and then have, like, the Dark Sentinels, you could pay for get those for free. But they're not... I don't know. I don't really it's think the Souls worth it. I don't think I've ever seen them in a list. Which is a bummer. I have so cool. in some. They're cool models, but I don't know. I, I've yet to play them yet, so... Mm. Yeah. So, uh, what were you going to say, Chad? So you don't have to. Is it my understanding this correctly? You don't have to like decide what heavies you're bringing until the actual game. Like what? Uh, so you, uh, your battle group, like the models you pay for your battle group, those uh, are, are obviously on the table when you start the game. But no, you can like I can you can pick and choose whatever you want. So well, so he builds your you build your list like normal. You build a set five point list, but yep. an infernal master can spend essence like if you're the heavies are four essence 
An Infernal Master can spend four essence to sacrifice one of their character solos and replace it with one of the heavies. And they can yeah. do that every turn. Once per turn. Yeah, once per turn. And their so structure can... makes it so that they can... That reduces the cost of the summoning by one. So it makes it three cost if you're summoning a heavy. So, so, so yeah, so that's... A, okay, yeah, so this is kind of confusing. That's, what, that's a, what I meant. You can summon heavies as you need them, like as the situation arises during the game. Because you can summon any that's of the... That's very, very interesting. I, it's yes, I like it's interesting. It's I neat. like how different they are. Like yeah, I just, yeah. I like that. And like you know, I pl- like I said, I played Omodomos and a Nigel uh, Friday or Saturday, whatever it was. Uh, Saturday, I think. And it was just a five tormentor list, and then I mean, almost always you're going to summon a Desolator, and that that is a beast with two sprays, two eight inch sprays that have uh, I don't know what the rule is, but it gives minus two armor to models hit. So they're pow tens, and I think they're power fourteen fists. So it's like. So power 16 fists and power 12 sprays, but it makes everything else hit that much harder, you know? So you almost always want one of those, and when you summon one of those, they they make a, a cloud that causes corrosion as a scather. So you can't attack with them when they come into play, but you can, you can move. So you can, like, summon the guy and walk him backwards so he's, you know, behind the cloud or whatever. Yeah, so... Wow. They are fascinating. Yeah, they only have three heavies. That that thing, uh, they have a Tormentor, which is an 1118 model. Uh, it's mass six with counter charge, snacking, steady, chain attack, grab and smash, power strength 17. One inch melee. Um, and then they have a snake looking thing that speeds seven, 1315 or 1316. Uh, one inch melee. And it has a power 15 and a power 13. And then the, the PS13 is a coil attack, so if you hit with it, it all the rest of its attacks auto oh, hit, yeah. which is pretty neat. And it's stealth and Pathfinder, and the the faction does lack a bit of Pathfinder, but some of the time, most of their casters, or the two of their masters, have uh, one of them has Ghost Walk, and the other one has Ghostly on his feet, so pretty nice, you know. But yeah, the, yeah, I don't know. They're they're really interesting. They're 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 weird, you know. They're the models. Their footprint on the table is quite small, but then. You, you like Steve said, you build your lists over the game. So, but like anything with AOEs, just f's them over, you know. And it's like, <laughs> I do yeah. not want to see anything like Gunbjorn two, uh, like anything yeah. like a Victor with two shots would blow this list apart because all the stuff's like twelve fourteen or twelve twelve. Even if you just like light it on fire, it's all dead. <laughs> so, yeah. The way that you. Refill the uh, essence on your on your warcaster is you have to sacrifice, you have to kill one of the cultists to fill them back up. So yeah. if you if those cultists are gone and they're twelve twelve, then you can never refill yourself on on. You uh, can cut yourself. Oh, in that damn. Turn. Yeah. yeah. So like you're cutting, you're blowing up two of your own models a turn if you have so, a junior. So fucking Cossites are like the bane of this faction's existence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, correct. That's why I never want to like if Nigel plays one of those lists, I'm just gonna scoop it up because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. I think it, it's okay. It depends on which caster it is, but yeah. So, yeah, it's rough though. Fascinating faction, though. Really, really interesting. Yep. I like yeah, the that's models, the so I in the, the game cool. with Jesse. After he summoned like a second heavy, I was like, oh, okay, okay, like, <laughs> like he explained it to me, and then he did it the first time, and then the second time, I was like, oh, oh, 
these solos have to be on the table. Okay, okay, let's kill them. Yeah, <laughs> kill like, and then it was just immediately open season. Oh, Graham! And just yeah. all these guys. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Get Blasted to it, yeah. everything off the table, and I had like yeah. three solos left after that turn, and my gate, and two heavies. I don't know, it was bad. God, it's like old Graham killed two heavies in one turn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, that's what I was so, hoping to do with stupid Jalan, but damn, that Umphal Guardian. Man, that was so good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, old old grim oh yeah, yes we'll circle back it's probably like i don't want to yeah anyways the out of tier list there's so many combos now it's like insane anyways well, carry on carry on back back to no, no, infernals no. no that's fine that's fine speaking I'm of still learning them so i don't have no idea what i'm doing so yeah. everyone can blast me we got, we got that, that dojo going on out of tier list i got one. Oh, or is, it, is that all the is that all the games we played is this where you take the Not ad <laughs> it's too soon, Nigel. <laughs> the body's still warm. <laughs> well, yeah, you just make it a Gaston list or something. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, there you go. You get Hard Darkness Gaston. Boom. God, Boom. he might be pretty cool in Ashland, actually. Damn. Or Magnus. Gordon. Yeah. Man. Oh, Gordon. That's pretty good. That's pretty tell good. Josh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, we got to not tell Josh. <laughs> no, we got him back in. <laughs> Uh, do, so wait, quick recap: Who who played what and how to go? Like just, I played Nigel with Ron twice. I won the first one, yep. lost the second one. Uh, our terminus game didn't end, which is fine because we, yeah. we bungled it so bad. I think you're winning now. It's fine. I don't know. I, yeah, no. yeah, it was tough because I had ten souls. Like I don't know how you kill terminus. I, and... I think I think you were winning pretty handily, but I think if we re-rack, it's I like the counter. You know, we'd have to. It it, it plays because like oh yeah, well, he's not. It's not as big an advantage for me, obviously, and in fact, it's kind of scary. But also, sources, sources. So it's like, you know, there's I I perfectly enjoy playing into that uh, type of thing with her. Yeah, um, I had I had ten souls off my feet. I was super aggressive. I think I was on your half the table edge, and I had scored two or three points to zero already. So I was sitting pretty good, unless you could kill Terminus, which maybe you could have. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I played Jess, Jalan versus Agathon, and won that one. And that's all the games I played. And then list was out of theme. Your list was out of theme? Yours was. No, my Jalan list was in theme. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I only play the small factions, and so the out of theme thing doesn't really it work does, for me. It doesn't uh, just... It literally bones me over more than anything else, so... Uh, yeah, that's pretty know. bad. It's like, oh, uh, I don't so get a sweet benefit. Nigel, you played against Chad. How did that game end? I wasn't around when you guys talked yeah, about it. We we yeah. I got yeah. annihilated, yeah. Mm. Ah, you you scooped. I got I mean it was a it was like all but the it was a pretty good at annihilating. Like uh <laughs> Um I just yeah, I like lost my ability to have any agency. The Mulg the Mulg just not killing Mulg was just like okay, let's Yeah, just, yeah, it was pretty bad. That was bad. Um but yeah, not being able to get Fury on that Devastator was backbreaking. Oh, that's so funny. I never thought about that. But Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he, he like spins it down is weird, you know? Is he? <laughs> yeah. That's how he, he Arcane Vortexes yeah. by spinning down his Fury. He doesn't spin that's up. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Didn't get, yeah, that's what that's what Nigel was like. He thought that he was like, oh, you forced to do it. And I was like, no, he fucking spins off of him. Like, it's oh so my God. fucking good. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's so I was sitting there thinking, oh, he's he's filled up, so he can't do it. You know, he can't force. And then he's like, nope, nope, it's the other way. I'm like, what? I actually oh remember God. it being that good too, and I just I just 
I don't yep. know why, but it's just like, God yeah. damn it. I, I knew it and I just forgot and it sucks. Holy yeah. shit. So you could fucking just cancel four spells. It's so God. stupid. Yeah. If Molokar could if do that you, with uh, rerolls. If you, oh. <laughs> you preload pre the Fury, like you're good, you know? Yeah. yeah, and that was that was what was really killing me is I had no business not preloading it. I could have. I just I don't even know what I did. My I was so mad at myself for just not being. Uh, yeah. I was like, what, what what was I fucking doing? You know, I was like, I was just like, uh, yeah. Because well, the other the other thing that would have fucking killed Moloch was that you gave you gave me you you gave me the fucking out because <laughs> I wouldn't have realized. Um, because when you damage Moloch, he gets to move and make an attack, like we said earlier. Um. So, but but uh, Nigel had to get flank with his. Um, he wanted to get flank, so he ran up like one fucking winter guard to like engage Mold. But then he he basically pointed out like, hey, if you fucking attack that guy, like I lose flank. And I was like, that sounds like a good idea. I'm gonna fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, because because he, he doesn't have to kill the guy that touches him. It's like, what is that rule? Like. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you punch Mog, and then he's like, "Hey, you!" and he goes over and punches like bloody Brad yeah. standing or something. Yeah, exactly. like, what the shit is this? You punch him, and he's like, "Fuck that guy!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, winter guy is just trying to look as unassuming as possible, and then the <laughs> devastator comes up and punches Mog, and he's like, "No!" It's like he holds his fucking tree up to like someone's throat, and he's just like, "If you punch me, this guy's dead. Like, don't fucking do it." <laughs> Yeah. But um I would never have real like I you know, I yeah. Until until you said that, like I was like, Oh, I was just gonna attack you back. <laughs> like I was just gonna fucking hit the warjack and like yeah. hope that I like knocked out like a fucking you know, column or some shit. Like I don't know. Yeah, because like, you like, were you cause you were like pre you yeah, you were you were like already um I would I wouldn't say bummed out, but you're like, ah, oh, I can't move him because you like the crit slam with that is always always good. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so you're like, oh, I'll just slam him out. But you knew it was a devastator, so you just like pointed that out. I'm like, well, you can just kill the guys flanking or whatever. It's like, oh god damn it! But that was the thing is like you had just gone over the rule, and it was like you. It, I I don't know what it mm-hmm. was the turn the turn previous because you're like I don't have to actually kill. It was like the eliminators were thinking about procking it, and you're like I don't have to kill them. I can walk and kill something else. And I was like. Oh, that's gonna burn me. <laughs> that's gonna oh, burn me oh, later. No. It was like literally another turn. It was like, God damn it. Oh man. Yeah. 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 No, I would I one hundred percent would not have fucking realized. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, but after you pointed it out, it was like, Yeah, that's smart. That's really smart. <laughs> um Yeah, dude. That's why that's why I'm like you lose so much by not going into theme forces, but I feel like you also at least in trolls, I feel like you also gain so fucking much. And I don't know if it's going to be possible with any other caster than Madrak 3, just because like he brings his own Creel Stone, so he's like he kind of makes up for the lost points. Hmm. Like it's yeah, because because the Creel Stone's what nine points with all the fixings. Ten points, ten. So that's almost a tier list just by yeah. having him. It's not like the full meal deal with the Creel Stone because you just get the bare like. Yeah, the, you know, no, no, you ain't. You just get the base protective aura, so you don't get any of the sweet like stone strength or combat warding, you know, fixins. Yeah. But um, you know, the 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 armor is like that's the meat and potatoes, you know. That's, yeah. that's what you want. And and his Jack Marshall or whatever, his stupid battle group thing is basically like a tier bonus like type level. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you you feel like you're almost playing a tier list. Well and then and then like uh fucking like Steve said earlier, like the the his spell list is insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what else? What else did you want? Defender's Ward, Battle Lust, and Spell Piercer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and rebuke, which like oh, that's so good. when it comes up, it's going to be fucking huge. Oh, yeah. dude, it's a big deal. Exactly. Plus, like with that list, you actually have an arc node, you know, that you can potentially use it on. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the other caster you could probably play out of theme with is probably Grim too, right? Because he doesn't does mm-hmm. he really care about uh Creelstone that much? Eh. Um, I mean, yeah, he like everyone wants the Creelstone, right? Like the the big thing that you get, um. The big thing that I feel like I'm getting from going out of theme is, uh, especially for Madrak 3, is basically just that, like, I wanted Fenblades, but I also wanted Scatter Gunners. I wanted yeah. Mulg, but I also wanted, you know, units, like, not, not Rune Bearer, you know, not Rune Shapers. <laughs> yeah. And then the fucking, the, I feel like the Stone Scribe Chronicler is the one that kills me the most. Like, in almost every list that I make, I'm like, God, I need to get it. Like, you know what would, you know would be perfect for this list for the last two points? Fucking Chronicler. And you can't put it in. So, because yeah, that, like, that, that came up too in that game. Um, like, I sent Mulgan, and then I had the Chronicler, like, uh, Charge of the Trolls, the Fenblades, and then the, they got battle-lasted. They have fucking um, Brutal Charge now. Ooh. So they're like POW 16 weapon masters. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, I was like, I charged into his like armor 23 war jacks and was doing like fucking 10 damage a punch. It was like, shit, like this is good. Like, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you want to uh, go into dojo then? If you want to, you, you kind of went over the list already, right? But I don't know if you want to dojo out that list. If everybody's got a list to, to, br- to bring to the table. Yeah, like, I mean that could be my that could be my dojo. We've already I've kind of already gone over it. So if you guys want to have a shot at it, go for it. Uh, or if okay. you're still curious about anything, I guess feel free to ask questions. But <laughs> well, we can we can go into the Madrek three. Um, just the, the again the core, just going over the core concepts. At least in my mind, is that it's out of tier and you get Mulg, uh, and then you get three fixings. You get basically three units that are in each their own tier. No Creel stone, so no support bloat, and. Uh, yeah, you get like all the all the things. Like it's, um, how do you feel about the impaler? Like, what's the impaler's job really? Uh, it's just it's just like it's a pretty good. It's like a decent scalpel, and then like Madrak has uh, a ranged attack, so the snipe is pretty nice if he ever want. He has a pretty good ranged attack, so the snipe yeah. is pretty good on him. Because okay. his that spear, makes it's like a pow. It's range eight, pow fourteen, um, and he has reload one and he's like rat seven so he's he's pretty good like just at you know um basically with the impaler and madrak you can get three like decent you know longish range shots uh because sometimes you need those you know yeah totally yep i'm always a huge fan of a little bit of range pressure and then also with the shield guard having a uh, a shooting jack or a shooting beast that's going to be kind of back there like if they they can't scalpel him out if they do they're going to be heavily exposed and he's shield guarding he's protecting something you know he's like a free roll shield guard because he's a beast that's doing it and he's going to be armored 20ish right yeah armored 18ish it, uh 19 i think or 18 19 18, 19, 18 or 19 like yeah and then it's, it's like yeah the other thing is uh they man, they buffed the impaler like fucking crazy in Mark Three. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the things that it gained from Mark Two, which I just I never really realized until I started looking at it in the game. But I was playing against Jesse, and it was just like because I had the Glacier King impaler in that list, and it was just like holy shit, the impaler's really fucking good now. You know, like it used to you used to just take it because it was cheap snipe. You know. Yeah. But then they made it so that you can't 
cast snipe on other models so i guess they had to make it way fucking better to justify taking it ever but they did so it, it, the things it gained were it gained plus one rat it gained assault um and then it gained powerful attack and set defense so it's just like kind of a fucking like all-around monster you know it can really get in deep if it wants to if you want to like charge yeah. um assault something with you know because it can snipe itself and then charge eight and have like a 20 inch threat on a powerful attack hmm. um and that's like the full three you know it's like one fury to charge one fury to snipe and one fury to powerful attack like fucking sweet like one and done you know yeah and then, and then with set defense like it's kind of a pain in the ass to you know kill did drop in points too <laughs> Uh, I mean, technically, um, they were five points before, so it's nine points now. I think I remember being eleven at the beginning of Mark Three, so you got all that stuff. Oh, in. oh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. I think it dropped in points like when everything else did too. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's a great beast. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, the uh, and then I don't know if I went through the whole list, but it's um, Madrek Three, Mulg, Axer, Impaler, Runebearer, Falcaller, Horthal. Uh, Chronicler, Scattergunners with UA, Fenblades with UA, Long Riders, and then one Whelp, because you have one point left over. Nice. Yeah, it's not a bad uh, little flag score or whatever. Who cares? It's just a little throwaway solo. Whatever. Some fury management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I think that list is super interesting. When I, when I like I said, I, I checked in the game periodically, I was like, what the, what theme is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, I basically built a Mark II list. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it worked. That like it was crazy. It was like, oh, this is kind of fuck friggin' sweet that it's uh Yeah. It uh we could, people like people like to a lot of work to get a, that type of list to work now with the out of tier. But it's like perfect. It's like right in there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that seems like it pulls it off pretty well. And it is, yeah, Super Mark II. You got combined arms. Uh, you got some troops, some beasts, and your casters. A lot of work. Very old school. Yep. Speaking of Mark II lists, check this shit. Oh. <laughs> so this is the, the list I played against Nigel. It's also out of theme. Uh, it's Ron with Silas, a Sphinx, two Chimera, a Dongar Trident, Iris, one, one Arcanist Mechanic, two Mage and Assassins, Narn, Scythe, a Magister... Oh, no, this is different. That's right. A Magister, two Artificers, two units of Battle Mages. I have two uh, float points left. I could just add a second Arcanist Mechanic or a List Healer, which is pretty good. Uh, no knockdown within five inches, but no knockdown, no stationary. That might be the way to go. Or I could upgrade the Sphinx to, like, a Phoenix for those two points. But uh, I don't want to do that because somebody suggested I should do that, which means I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that person Jesse? No, it's, his name starts with an R. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> but it's Ro- Rolo Tomasi. I hate that guy. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. he, he, killed, uh, he killed Guy Pierce's parents in LA Confidential. He sure did. But this list is pretty classic Ron, too. It's like you have the battle mages for the feet, and the, the, you know, the, the feet enables their crits and makes them up masters so they have a little more uh, effective damage output. Uh, the Sphinx is in there to increase their threat range and their spells. Uh, they start at 
range 10, power 10. On the feet, they're range 12. If the Sphinx or something, they're range 15. So that's pretty good. You can, you can get pulling stuff all over the place. And then once things get pulled in, you have all these uh, deadly mage hunters uh, to finish the job. And that's basically the list. And it's, it is exactly as it was in Mark II. It's like, if, if you sit down across from this list, you know what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to kill your caster. But that does not mean uh, you can stop it, because there's so many weird threat vectors uh, and pushing and pulling, and there's a lot of a surprising amount of attacks in the list. I just kind of count on uh, if if my opponent... Like, the first game, I, I think you did set up to defend against the assassination, but I gobbled him out anyway. And then the second one, there was no way in hell I was going to kill Kozlov. So I was like, oh, well, I guess i got to try to go for attrition. And it was going pretty well for me until right up until I forgot that the... Uh, uh, what are those guys called? Eliminators of Perry. And then Ron died, so... That was a pretty <laughs> anticlimactic way for yeah. the game to end. But, uh, that, was, that one was like, uh, that one is like, I was at a critical crossroads because, A, going for it, the assassination was pretty reliable. But, oh man, I was so excited about just grinding. That's like the, the attrition play. It's like, oh man, it, it, it took a lot. It took a lot for me to go, I'll go for the assassination. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was like there were like 10 minutes i feel like where you were just like man look at all that shit that i could kill yeah i was like uh, rolling dice and the efficiencies like just uh, yeah uh, for a second there you're like i don't know if i could kill ron and i was like are you fucking kidding me you <laughs> yeah, those guys they're mad and high <laughs> yeah I, that's just that's just me saying it because i just want to roll lots of, i just want to play in the dice sprinkler and, <laughs> and, then, and then i heard the the kid yelling in the uh, the whole yeah, cage the, and just yeah. go but I really should have said Narn in there to try to scoop those guys out. But I was like, oh, they're tied up by the Matron as and whatever. What's he going to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Uh, uh, but I'm going to spend a lot more time with this list and tweak some things. I don't know what to do with those float points. Uh, the Ron, the big one was like just the flashbacks is like, I don't even know if there's that much new in it that from Mark II. And no. that was like always the Mark II thing was like, you know, they'll they'll be just positional brain fart and then you can scalpel them out. And it's always like more complicated. Like they'll, you know, be two concentric rows deep in infantry, but you're like, move this guy, blow that guy up. I think another big mittens, right? I think you already, you're in agreement too, that like another big mittens would help your yeah. list. Or... Yeah. So, so in the list that I posted in the chat here, still has Eilish Garrity. He's out for a second big mittens. And then I have, I have two points left over. Yeah. Oh, shit. Bussy britches. Oh no. But yeah, so those two points left over could just be a second Arcanist or uh, a list healer, and she's pretty useful. Like yeah. within five inches, nothing can be knocked down or stationary. But Ron already can't be knocked down. Uh, or I sacrifice the Sphinx's psychic relay gun for a Phoenix. Then I have three Arc nodes, and he's like a pretty good beater in melee. Thirteen, eighteen. I don't know. There's there's some tweaking I could do. Scythe also is like he's she's good. But she doesn't need to be in the list. So she could come out for some stuff. Yeah. Oh man, I guess I could cut Scythe. Uh, and with those two extra points, get a third unit of battle mages. Ooh. There definitely was a moment when you were going for your assassination run where I was just like, "Wait, can't battle mages not fucking pull anymore?" Like I, I'm pretty sure I remember that being a thing, and it's like, "Oh no, that was druids." Yeah. Like so, Sad. they nerfed druids, but they didn't fucking nerf battle mages. Like yeah. Yep. And I feel like it was um, way more. I feel like it was way more like 
like yeah. degenerate with battle mages. Correct. Like, yeah, because yeah, exactly. But the difference is nobody played like battle mages were almost only ever saw play with Ron, and nobody really played Ron, so you never saw him. Like, that's <laughs> true. I mean, so I guess that's the thing is like if you nerf that battle, like if you nerf battle mages, you're not really nerfing battle mages; you're just nerfing Ron. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is a bummer. Yep. Yeah. Nobody really plays that guy anyway, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm bringing him back, baby. I do wish. I mean, the assassination is basically as good as it ever was. It seems yeah. like. So. Yeah. Well, like yeah. Nigel said at the beginning, or like the beginning uh, of the second game, Nigel's like, "Yeah, you'll get a bunch of people with that list in the tournament because they just don't well, see it." I I think you will, but I also think that it's the, it's also true that at least just looking at like the troll shit and like in the when I like like when I poke around in other factions, like and just like you know look at like a smattering of like what other random models. It does seem like they increased uh, push and pull resistance a lot. Yeah, for sure. Like basically every faction has like a few models that like can just yep. say no to getting pulled. Right. I could be one of those d bags and just be like, Doom Shaper three. You know that hard counter. Or just like take a fucking bouncer. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Call it good. Or Mulg. Or Mulg. Yeah. Or yeah, Mulg. Yeah. Mulg shuts yeah. that on hard. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, okay, well, I'll see you on your fifth attempt, lol. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I hope you've got whatever it is close. Yeah, I hope you have I hope you have five models close enough to start pulling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the other thing too, that most Ron most of those Ron runs require the first guy to pull you forward some inches so that the next guy can get you to the next guy and so on and so on. And it's like yeah, yeah, once, yeah. once you've been pulled like twice, it starts to become pretty safe. But like there's always like the butt clench early of like, as so you gotta get in range of the rest of the units. So Mulg shuts that down. There's no way that there's gonna be eight battle mages in range of the first pull, you know. Dude, there is, yeah. but that's the fucking speaks range 15. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is the the biggest weak point. There is always like a, a a crucial, there's always one pull that is hypercritical. And if it doesn't go off the assassinations, off the table, basically. Yep. Does he have a long game anymore? Like, or is it just all assassination? Because uh, I kind of want to keep playing games to see if I could just like play for attrition or scenario. Oh, that they it's like the second game was the one that I was like, I don't think that because like he probably played more attrition, and then I was like, I'm gonna definitely out attrition this. You know, like I don't think I just I think his list is too ephemeral. Like the mage, the mittens don't hang around long enough. The yeah, they're they got really nerfed yeah like just in their ability to survive yep so just like any pow 10 guns on the table is just super live against them even if they're def 15 it's like even blast damage is pretty live yeah. against them yeah totally um, are you talking about battle ranges yeah yeah i mean they go up to armor 16 now but you, you mean you have to take the artificer that's why i, I definitely want to play the list with double artificer so they, they kind of need it otherwise they're 13 12 yeah. they're just dead yeah, but yeah, it's just like I don't know because I, I I'm trying to remember Ron and Mark II. Like my memory of him was basically always like assassination. But I feel like there were some people out there that were like, yeah, you've got the assassination, but like you can also fall back on, you know, attrition when you need to. Yeah, I think but that that's what it's fallen. Like yeah, yeah. That's what's fallen away is that his his old attrition was almost entirely based on double. Uh, what was it? What's the spell with the AOEs where he pumps up four AOEs? Chain blast. 
a chain yeah, blast. Yeah. So he he gets up so much on chain blast alone that it starts your attrition play. But like, and he still has that. But the big thing that is gone is a, a yawn and hold doesn't work anymore. So your battle mages used to be power twelve weapon masters, which could get it done against heavies, or at least they could weaken it a little bit. And now they can't. Now there's power ten, and that even a weapon master does not scratch the the paint of a heavy. Yeah. So well, that and chain chain blast isn't as good in the current like meta. Yeah. Like it, in the old days, it was like a little bit, you know, a cockspam go. Uh, and he's just <laughs> like splooching all over the table. But like uh, now it's like, eh, these guys are all like 18s and, you know, everybody's multi boxes or like. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Attrition's probably his weakest play. Like he can scenario pretty well with TKs and force hammers. Like you could TK, you know, you can, you can finagle it with your battle mages to try to pull some heavies towards each other. TK them and smash them together. You you can you can do some stuff like that, so that you can like ignore a heavier to a turn and just try to go for a scenario. But well, you, that was like you, how I used to play uh, the Haley two was like I'd rattlesnake the assassination so hard that I would just control scenario and like the attrition like my attrition game wasn't that great, but like I could literally just grind out scenario games, losing yeah. points to my giving you know giving away points to my opponent every turn with the amount of control I had, which is like kind of the Ron play is like you you threat. They're so crapping their pants about the assassination that they can't, yeah, play scenario effectively. And I think that's just I'm just gonna have to play it uh, more to see those, you know, see when those uh, situations unfold. But I yeah. think he has potential. Like I have an in theme list too, but I want to play it out of theme. It's just like the way I used to play it, and it was so much fun. So yeah. And that's my dojo. Go ahead, Perfect. Nigel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want one, Nigel? Jess, you got one? I don't have list dojo specifically. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't have my list in front of me. But like dojo concepts that I want to abuse is. Still have um, <laughs> Yes, for sure. I want to put that with Butcher Three and totally cheat. Oh, so, um, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then I. Uh, uh, no, I want to take that stupid undead unit, that mercenary unit. Oh, it's a uh, Yeah, I want to take them with Alexia 3, and I want to put them in Wolves of Winter with Valchev, and then I want to take Colden Lords. I want to create the most nonsense, because so, they become... With Alexia 3, they're just PAL 14s, and then with Kozlov, they're Weapon Masters on the charge with extra speed. And they're Fury, so they're they're now PAL 17 Weapon Masters. And then if you use Colden Lords, that's what, PAL 19 Weapon Masters? And then, yeah. like, what else can you get in there? There's, I think there's more nonsense. Um, but then they're all, I think they're Reach dudes. And so you're, you've got these undead Reach recurring dudes who are creating more dudes. And then... Um, your jacks are then becoming gangbangers because they're, I don't know, I just think there's something cool about them. They're so expensive. They're like 18 points. But boy, the number crunching makes me excited. And they all come back and stuff. I I think it's pretty dope. (laughs) I never thought about that in Gator. I don't even, I don't know why. To me, it seems like a Signar unit. Yeah. 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 the other thing is that they've got magic weapons. That's what's sort of interesting in Kador is that they got magic eight-inch pistols, magic 
reach weapon pow 12 and their pistols are pow 12 too and um let me look at look at her range uh, 5 yep which sounds <laughs> yeah, sounds boon. bad but uh they're blood boon, right oh, they're blood bound blood bound sorry yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which well, uh, was a great rule though which was hilarious cuz that <laughs> that's the one thing they nerfed about it before so Bloodbound used to, used to not specify like during their activation. So you could like kill the unit down to two dudes. They would vengeance, kill two guys, which and those those guys could still uh, make their attacks. Like they could they would be summoned during the vengeance move. So they would also get to vengeance, kill two guys. You could basically be down to one or two guys, and if they all hit their attacks and kill somebody, they could just be up to full by the time they activate. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's insane. So they nerfed yeah. them. <laughs> That gives me flashbacks to like fucking Mark One, like Shadow Shift Bane Knights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Holden Lords uh, have a spell called Brett Brutal Frost. So this is why I want to play Wolves of Winter. Is the Holden Lords have a spell called Brutal Frost? It's range ten, magic attack, blah blah. Models uh, hit by this attack suffer pal ten cold damage roll and suffer minus two armor for one turn unless it has immunity cold. Holden Lords oh, also yeah, have puppet rooted. master. But it's like, what? So it's like those guys, it's basically like, like you know, you can't take out anymore, so they just gave you Colden Lords. Uh, seems good. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's I don't even know. With that. What's Go that? Ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, uh, like, do I want to play this with Sorsha 1? Because Valachev with a bunch of, so Valachev lets them walk 9 inches and they shoot 8 and then they can be effective PAL 14s with their guns. Or... Oh man, I, this is also one of those ones that's like, do I need to play this out of tier so I can go really dumb and have like Gorman D. Wolf and uh, the Hermit of Hengefold? Trying to totally style on people. <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. The, 18 points. I don't know. It's tough. But they're recurring and they're pretty hardy. And Alexia, Alexia with. Um, so, like, I'm literally in an argument with uh, Loud Chris from Australia right now, and he's like, Alexia 2 is better. He thinks Alexia but 2 is the best fucking, yeah. I, I agree with him. She's amazing. She's just so good. But Alexia 3 has um, Thrall, or, like, Undead Solos get uh, Shield Guard, and she's making basically one a turn. So, oh yeah, that, that's pretty spicy. In addition, she flanks with undead, so that unit, she flanks with that unit or any of the solos, plus the solos are coming into shield guards. And then you're in Wolves of Winter, so like Doom Reavers are trash, so it's really nice to be able to turn your Doom Reavers into more undead guys, and then, then subsequently turn those into undead solos. Right. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Something, so there's something there that makes me excited. Yeah, that concept is pretty sweet. That's yeah. Cool. But uh, the the Australians are doing everything they can to poo poo me. But uh, I'm going to win them over. We're going to get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, those guys. They're, yeah, they're great. Look, they just like to take ten Marauders and then get it nerfed. They just want to yeah. like truth. Take take the thing that's for sure going to get nerfed and then just keep playing it until it gets nerfed. And then that's like, no, no, guys. What if we had fun though? <laughs> <laughs> they're simple people. Yeah. Wanna chuck a chuck some. Shrimp on the Barbie. Chug yeah, they, they play. They want to play War Machine the way the environment plays them. 
which is what's to kill them. <laughs> and I was like, well, guys, well, what if we had fun? You know, I know they'll get. I'll oh, they'll come around. Yeah, yeah you'll, get him. you'll get them. You'll get them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's great. Uh, just kind of, yeah. Oh, sorry. On a black spot Zadaroth list that's just literally like Moops and I were talking yesterday about an Agathon list, and I built this list before I asked him, but it's the same list just with a different caster. Oh, that's like, funny. Oh, well, whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, the list building for Infernals is actually not very creative, really. No. You know? But uh, so it's just uh, the caster I haven't played very much of uh, Zadaroth. I know you two don't really know. If you would like me to read her spell list, I can. But uh, I pulled the card up. Okay. Uh, she's got a great spell list. It is a tool for every situation. Um, and then I have the Colossal with the sprays. I was going to ask if one of you may know, but what if you, if you ancillary attack a spray and it targets a black spot model, can you gain the black spot bonus and hit the, do another spray? I believe so. Right? Uh, I, I, no, because Black Spot specifies that you have to destroy during your combat action. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. Good. Good. Okay. Well, still, it's still sweet, but uh, you know, a bunch of uh, and it has uh, what's the rule called? What you kill? Kill shot. So you can go yeah. in there and punch stuff, kill spray stuff, spray more stuff. It's a Rat Eight Pal Sixteen spray, I think. On and the, no big deal. Pretty sweet. And then uh, she has uh, the Scything Touch spells, so it could be pretty high power in melee. I have a Soul Stalker in there because I think it's legit, and I like having one just in the game. And it, the Soul Claim ability can is cool, and it can like if it can stay alive, it can snowball pretty hard. And they're really hard to kill on her feet turn. So, like a yeah. sixteen sixteen model that gets replaced and it's stealth, yeah, so it's not it can't be shot. Pretty sweet. And yeah. then uh, have the gate in there just because uh, you need one. Well, you don't really need one, but you do. And. uh the threat extension, and then also the cheaper summons. And my marked souls are Hermit, Runewood, uh, Roger, The Wretch, Nicaea, and Orin, and Ragna, I guess. I don't really want to kill her, but you could. And then it's just uh, two max units, cultists, that's it. So, yep. But, yeah, I don't know, it seems pretty straightforward. Like, I think the four border at four points is like you really want to. You don't want to summon those. So you want to pay get as many as you can. But I don't know fours, three three might be too much. You know, like maybe I could just play with two, but they're so easy to freaking kill. <laughs> so they're like also, a thirteen ten model with like twelve wounds or something. So yeah, if you did play, with, if you did cut one, then you could just pay for the wretch, and then you could take. Uh, uh, a number of guardian or something. I don't know. That's I was also thinking that too. Yep, but well, that's worth. Yeah, trying you to can read. cut the four boat. Yeah, that's probably smart. Just to, well, she's pretty safe behind sitting behind the colossal, but you never know. Yeah, but there's like like in our game, it protects your solos. Yeah, so well, yep, and it's a great so It's a great flag holder too. Yeah, you know, Moose was telling me like, yeah, they're great at holding flags because they're thirteen. Uh, 17, I think, or 13, 18, I think. Yeah. Let me look. 13, 17, 17, 16. But set defense, there's weird rules on those guardians. 13, 16 is the base stats, by the way. But, you know, defensive strike, ghostly, not not, uh, set defense. So ghostly, defensive strike, shadow guardian, shield guard. But anyway, they're cool. I don't know. Seems good. Yeah. Literally the same list as, as Agathon and, uh, it's almost the same, except you take 
not I'm swapping like I'm paying for the wretch and then my free model is Runewood or uh, Eilish so you know so you get that sweet puppet master or yeah. a gun but like we were saying like that they're uh, the creativity in, in the faction is not exactly in this building. No, no, yeah. exactly. They're they're listed generally. Gonna, I mean, you can tweak which solos you take, but you're you want to take. I mean, hermits just really good with them. You have to take a hermit with the master, I think, and Ragnar is really good. And then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the core the rest is are good too, though. Like they're only four points, but like the stealth, I think, is can be key. And if they don't have a shooting army, then, well, you just summon, sacrifice that piece of shit first. You know? Uh, yeah. But it's also got the ancillary attack, so it's like, ugh, could be really good to yeah. get an extra spray or a gunshot or something out of this, but it is, like, the cheapest kind of model. Or Nicaea is a good one to throw away early, too, because she speeds seven with acrobatics. Or six, whatever the hell speed she is, you know? So, she's she got to get up the table, and she's AD, so that you can get, a, get your model up there. Yeah, but... It still has to be in the Infernal Gates command range. Command. I think it's 12, though, so... Yeah. But she's a great flag scorer, too. Yep, 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 for sure. Like, her and the Umbral Guardian are really the only ones that are, uh, like, worth a damn at doing that, I think, because everything else just dies. But, like, Ragna is a 14-14. Roger is, like, a 13-14. The Wretch is a 13-11. Runewood's a 13-14. Hermit will die in five shots, or two fucking... He'll never die. <laughs> <laughs> or two uh, single Kelbalock activation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, uh, if he I'll... dies, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kelbalock. He's so uh, Three points is sweet, man. But uh... Like, I don't... Yeah, sometimes when I play the game, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how did that... Why? I love it. But, like, she innately has long shadows... So she kind of protects your stuff from guns, you know, so the, with the yeah. mastery range thing. And then if she uh, gets her upkeep stripped, then the model suffers D3 damage for each upkeep that goes away. So it's a little way of getting chip damage, damage on stuff. Yeah, like that minus three range thing is either yep. going to... It's it's so funny because it's either... It's, it's literally going to not matter at all. Right. Or it's going to be an instant win. Yeah. Well, it wasn't instant win. It's like got like no fucking middle ground. Because I don't know. Yeah, but like before this update, wasn't it before the like where it was just a, it was like Kruger's spell was the am Uh, I or am I wrong? No, the thing before was that the cavalry model had uh, an additional rule that reduced range, and they weren't the same name, so they stacked. (laughs) No, yeah, that's not the case. I'm pretty sure. No, because if I had the Lydna, they're forgotten in here. If she's within eight inches of your, the enemy models, I can get minus five range to your stuff if it's greater than eight. Because she also has that minus two ability. The cab model never had that. He just had the... Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I believe he just had, like, no stationary knockdown, and all your stuff gets... Uh, tactician. Uh, tactician. I believe that's the only things... I'm pretty sure he had a range reducer too, but that could be wrong. I don't think so, but I know it's on the uh, Riot Quest model that I have not put in any list. But uh, she seems that, like a nice uh, toolbox. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's she's good. So she does everything. But, but I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about Windstorm Steve. Like before, was her Long Shadows rule like did it have the minimum range of eight 
tag, or did that was that with this update? Uh, yeah, that got added with the update. Okay, so before it was just straight busted. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, no, it's still good though. You know, yeah, it, it is good. Uh, yeah. So should we? Uh, I don't know. I guess we could roll off to see who plays who, or we can just decide. I don't really care. Yeah, man, yeah, just roll one. Well, Nigel doesn't have a list. <laughs> uh, well, he's got oh. he's got thoughts. He has a loose. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll put it in the thing. We'll just figure out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wants to lose in the lost souls. Who cares? <laughs> How dare you? No, it's sweet, dude. I like it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Roll one, Steve. Oh, you want to? Um, Go on. Shoot on the pullboard table. Do 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 do. Ba da ba 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 ba. Somebody play background music. Okay. Here we go. I'll send an invite link so everybody can see him not cheating. We'll Nobody's submit, like, you have a text, you know, when you post it or whatever, if you have, like, a show notes, just we'll post all of our lists in the show notes, whatever. So we'll yeah, just see, we'll send you all, we'll send you the text version of all the lists, and then we'll. Perfect. Good idea. Okay. Uh, let me roll off for myself. I'm a five. All right. Four, Chad. Test Are three. we doing the, like, with a round robin, like, I already played my list. <laughs> oh, if you want to play a different list, that's fine. I don't know. If you don't I'll, play, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, so Chad's a three. Uh, Jess is a two. Nigel's a three. Okay, so Nigel and Chad, you'll play, I guess. You both roll three, Wait. and then I'll, I'll play against Jess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Steve, well, we can actually get our game in person if you don't duck me like every weekend. I don't have, I don't have any of these models. <laughs> well, proxy, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. So that's, that's cool. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Ron versus Agathon and Sumcaster versus uh, Legion of Castles and Gator. Yeah. <laughs> <It'll be cool. laughs> uh, he said Sorcerer or, you know. Well, Chad, Chad might play a completely different list. So That's true. So It's a mystery. <laughs> Posting the list is literally pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I guess. Um, it gets us motivated to play. But. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's been working a lot. We have gotten quite a bit of games. These past couple weeks, which has been awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's just been fun. Yeah, really fun. War table's awesome. Try it before you buy it, dude. Yep, so. yeah, big time. I got a game I got to play. I'm going to teach Andy. I'm going to show Andy the ropes. And then I yeah. think maybe in the new year, we should do like an eight man scrambler. If it's like the four of us, maybe Nick wants to. Then we'll see you. Uh, Andy Max and- maybe wants to get a game this week, but that was sure. last week when he said that. So who knows? Well, if, if we get Max and Crump, and then Nathan and Andy, it's eight man. And we're just oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Or we can ask some of our own locals if we, to fill it out. Something like that. It'll be a lot of fun. Man, I like. I haven't even thought of. I'm. I'm so like solidly in the like experimentation phase right now. I haven't even thought of like what I would pair my other lists with. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> I made a tag in my war room. I've got like 30 lists in my war room. I've made a tag that's just like played. Nice. <laughs> and I've yeah. checked off like three of my lists or four of my lists so far. And I'm just 26 like, to go. Yeah, it's going to be a while. I mean, some of yeah. these I probably don't need to play. Sure, know? sure. That's like, cool. I, like, I like, uh, I mean, I don't know how to say this. See. I'm not going to say you're, you're like kind of new while well, you're fresh back into the game. So, and we're just, we're all kind of testing stuff anyway. So it's like, 
not like you're building a super, com- you know, like a crazy comp- com- competition list. You know what I mean? Like, no, you know, I'm I'm just just this thing. Everyone's just like, let's try stuff. You know, like that's what I like about it. I'm, I'm, so I, the Gunbjorn 2 is like the one the, the one that I'm like really side eyeing the most because I'm just like, he seems busted as fuck. So I'm kind of staying away from him right now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. feel like if I was going to a tournament, like he'd, he'd probably oh, yeah. be in there. For yeah. sure. But like, I, I don't know. There's just like a lot of, it's just a lot of fun stuff right now. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yep. The Wild Ooh. West. We're back in it. So yeah, I'll try to get that organized for the new year. Uh, I'll just shoot, shoot. Well, I guess it's not gonna be that hard. We just gotta message the other guys and see if they want to do it. Yeah, be pretty easy. You wanna do that Christmas uh, thing real quick? We might do oh, another episode next week, but yeah, we could probably do it next week. Like I said, we have some time to think about it. But uh, I guess we'll wrap it up with some store updates. Nigel, you got anything? Um, not really anything exciting because of our machine explosion. Um, has slowed things down. I'm working on like hobby stuff. Also, I'm gonna do Kings of War bases. I got Kings of War. I have a whole line of Kings of War bases that I did the files for. And since I'm sort of can't print anything anyways, a lot of this is just um, base cuts, um, trays like army trays for Age of Sigmar, and then Kings of War, so you can rank oh, up cool. your dudes, stuff like that. Nothing that really applies to War Machine, unfortunately. Um, uh, and then like hobby stuff, I'm working on paint racks. So one for Vallejo, GW, and the Minotaur paints. Nice. Uh, so that you can like organize your thing, you know. And me personally, like every everybody's like, it's not even a thing that I wanted to do ever because everybody there's people that do it, so I don't need <laughs> to. Um, I just don't see any that is what I want. So I can like the nice thing is I can sit there and be like, this is exactly how I want to organize my table. So, you know, uh, people will have a, a yet another option to, yeah. if they like the way I organize my table and use the most space. Yep. I, I've, I've got, um, I have two different paint racks from other people. And I'm not going to like negative review them or anything, but they're, they're huge. They take up tons of space and you can't transport them and they're a huge pain in the ass. And actually, I kind of want paint racks that I can like, that I can leave on the desk and are, are basically shelves in and of themselves but also are like rugged and then I can literally pick them up and just put them on like a library shelf. If I need to, if I get for some reason, I have to clear off my desk or move them or transport them or put them in a car. I can take it and just like, I mean, I've got a lot of paints. I've got over a hundred airbrush paints, over a hundred Vallejo paints. I've got nice. almost oh, like well over a hundred GW paints. So like, I'm like, if when, when you get to the point where like, you're that into painting like it's the it's such a problem and then i keep currently everything in like tupperware like again because the space efficiency on all the racks i own is so bad that i just don't use them so then i keep them in just like boxes and i'm constantly like fishing for like i actually improvise colors and mix things because i just don't feel like finding it in my boxes anymore (laughs) so um like so anyways, whatever. It's just randomly came up today, so I'm just doing it. So that'll be on the that'll be in the in the hopper soon. And it'll they'll also be cheap. I think I can do these really cheap too. Nice. You get like a lot of bang for your buck too. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Yeah, and then what what you know, after Christmas or whatever, before between now and Adepticon, we're gonna have a ton of stuff. I just I wanna get my color machine and and start getting the color developed. Oh man, the terrain sets. Yeah, we're doing like 
we're going heavy in terrain. Nice. So maybe people can yell at you guys or whatever. I'd like some opinions on um, Kickstarters. Like, yeah. I've I've never done a Kickstarter. Muse isn't like an established business. We don't like have a lot of market reach, and we don't podcast anymore. We don't do any of that stuff. So it's like, what you're on? The, kick- you've been a regular member of this cast forever. That's right. that true. Hearts. So we it, are back in it to win it. But yeah. but the, you know we haven't taken over. I think we you know the sixty people that we're hitting per episode ever is not enough like they're already custom i think we're hitting basically people brand this thing to muse then i guarantee you there's gonna be a large number large number but even even with muse you're only ever reaching who your customer base is you know what i mean it's like you're not you're not advertising to new people like um you know kickstarter allows us to but like if we're doing like a new bayou themed table like so it's all buildings and three so like it'd be like an outhouse two or three buildings and like a swap template like that's like resin cast or some sort of printed on mdf or you know some sort of like actually got some verticality to it like dimensional like i'd probably go back to resin on it but like you know so we have like a swamp thing and then we have like a a a modern city thing and then we also have like a really high fidelity um steampunk town village you know so it's like several buildings a fountain and some like throwaway you know like some benches and park stuff you know like things to really decorate the table with like yeah. uh extra because like yeah it'd be kind of fun to play war machine sweet, with some... yeah the the uh the thing with uh just a side tangent so that's that's the pitch that's we'll just, we'll just we can move on from there and thanks for you, you know you want to you want to kickstart that is that your idea yeah, the kicks get you one of those kicks. Exactly. And it's a good way to like read because terrain's the one that's like universal. It's not like Muse people that want it. It's like Malifaux people that want it or Marvel Crisis Protocol people. So it's like you get a kickstart to everybody, do a full campaign. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just seems like it's a different, but I didn't know. Like, there's the, the, like, honestly, you can't, you have to kind of ignore it. There's like the people who are like, but you're an established business. Why are you using Kickstarter? It's like you have to almost just like roll your eyes yeah, and ignore, no, yeah, ignore they, that. They, just don't, they don't get. They don't understand. So exactly. The, like, we're past. First of all, you're trying to see. You're gauging the market value, like how much people actually would buy this fucking thing anyway. You know, like yeah. But also, think, you like we have the ability. The cool thing about us is it's like we have the ability to make it. So like if it if it barely clears, we can at least meet our Kickstarter. There's no like risk of it going right. bad. But then if it goes bonkers, we can scale. Like we can actually get another machine or whatever and accommodate. Like why don't you just throw throw it up there and try it? Well, that's yeah. I think that's well. That's just I'm sort of throwing it out there. Like I just want to see like what the backlash is of bringing it up on the podcast because you know it'll be a it'll be a nice intimate amount of people that we reach with this, and then they can basically like put me on blast or slash. I think it's a good idea, dude. I'll never spend one more dollar Muse if you guys do one Kickstarter. Okay. What did what what did Kickstarter do? Did I, what happened? What do you mean? Why do people hate it? I don't get it. They recently uh, announced that they were going to basically put all of the. They were going to like turn it into blockchain technology. Oh, I did see that, but the, people have been bashing on it for years. Like, what happened before? because people. Well, people oh. uh, it, uh, the, Kickstarter was like this cool way for like startups to do their first thing and make a big splash. But then, like companies like Privateer Press well, would use it, and they'd be like, "Wow, you know, you're not allowed to use it. It's for it's only for small businesses or whatever." And it's like, oh, yeah. whatever. I think, you know, like a player. <laughs> I think that the the complaint was basically that like these bigger companies like 
they have the bandwidth to technically like get just get their like products and shit like out the door without yeah. fucking community funding. So why are they asking for handouts kind of thing? But like I don't know. I feel like that's a I feel like that's kind of a myopic like view. Yeah. 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 I mean, cool mini or not, they do most of their new board games through Kickstarter too. It's a huge board game company. So whatever. Yeah. yeah, there was like a there was like a video game that was like one of the like the bigger video games that was kickstarted bloodstained i think mm. um which is like made by the castlevania guy uh and it was basically like a spiritual successor to like castlevania symphony of the night like kind of thing and people were talking about how like it made like all these millions of dollars like in kickstarter funds and like how big of a deal that was but in actuality it was like the funds from kickstarter represented like almost like like less than like five percent of the total budget like that they needed to like actually make the fucking game like it, oh. it, like that all of that shit like it, it just like it amounts to like hype and it's it's not nothing but like the actual fucking money like that it, it took to make that game like came from you know like marketing deals and like publishing like publishing yeah. whatever like yeah that's actually yeah you know you're totally in that particular case they're able to the demand for it in sales is enough to shop it to developers to then exactly. fund it. Like, so it helps also that like, yeah, totally. Hmm. Yeah. Cause then they could take that Kickstarter number to like a bunch of like different marketers or whatever and be like, look, like, look at the number of people that like yeah, look at what we were able to do. And like, look at the number of people that are excited for this. Like, don't right. you want to get in on this? And they will go, yeah, yeah. we do. And like, then they actually get like real money from those fucking companies, you know? Yeah. I say go for it. If people get their titties into us, fuck. That, that's yeah. my life. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, anything else, fellas? Any closing points or anything this event? I got nothing. Pull one more out. Pull one more out for the Steelhead Ironhead. <laughs> I might. <laughs> Uh, I have a different magic three list that I might play, but it's it's got a fucking mountain king in it, so I don't know. We'll see. So we <laughs> I might. I don't know. I'll ask Nigel if he wants to fucking butt his head up against that. I'll, respect I'll, I'll your play wishes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'll play. Yeah, I'll play whatever. Well, uh, check the show notes for that list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Facebook if you like what you hear, even if you don't. Give us a give us a like so you can hate follow us. That's fine with us too. Numbers are numbers. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. This has been Stephen, Jesse, Nigel, and Chad. Thanks. Bye. Bye. dojo perfect there is forever dojo how you doing exactly Jake? we could do a new round of dojo let's yeah, do it sweet and then we'll roll off for and get me confused again that's right because i got some awesome butcher three dojo with the steelhead iron head <laughs> <laughs> get in there <laughs>
<laughs> it's almost like a mystery. Like, see how long we can go before it gets cricket. Uh, that yeah. would be funny as fuck, actually. <laughs> yeah, you know who'd be really broken with this guy? <laughs> uh, you probably could, actually, in uh, in Mercenaries. Yeah, there's probably a way in Mercenaries to do some bullcrap. You probably could with the Mercorn, and it probably is a friendly faction, then, because it's an Infernal model, then. Well, technically, I can still, like... Powerlifter Asphyxius for because he's technically a Merc model. He's just partisan cricks. So that that does work, but the start of the show was Sweet Terminus. And I was like, <laughs> the only thing I gave a shit about in the faction anymore, I was like, the last last thread I was holding on to, and once that was taken away from me, I like, immediately I'm going to post my army. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Also, like it's like not even in your army. Like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> well, it's just that it's not even like in the faction, and it's like the last thing that's holding. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's a full point. Merksol. I was like, this is the reason I want to play Crix. <laughs> this random yeah. ass Merksol. Venus said he was looking at like the Crix theme forces, and that they look pretty fucking good. Well, Ooh, yeah. If he wants a Crix army, that's <laughs> for sale. I think they actually are pretty okay, but just, I don't know. None of the, uh, like when I'm dojoing, I look through their suite of casters, and now that the Iron Head is nerfed, I, I don't care to build lists for any of them. So that's when you know. Time to swap it out. Sure. The but, Iron Head was, in, in giant air quotes, nerfed. Yeah, it was, for me, it was turbo nerfed. <laughs> just cratered, like Lauren came in and just fucking smashed him right out of your hand like an ice cream cone, and he was like, wow. Yeah, he got yamchid. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. I'm going to see if I can take him in that Heart of Darkness cast on list. <laughs> I think I can, because he just selects a model. I bet you can. Yeah, I think I could. That's quite funny, actually. It's like, who's the coolest Merc caster that you can power lift? It's like, yes. I just like, it's like a power move. You're just trying to cut yeah. your brother. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm moving, moving your guy around. You like this? You like this? You like what I'm doing? Back and forth. Back and forth. Two and two. Just dating my ex-girlfriend. Sick. <laughs> yep, I can take it. Boosh. God damn it. It's so frustrating. Well, you can just give it to me, dude. God, the model's so cool. Yeah, I was thinking, this, I was like, oh, this is yeah. like the version of I had a work buddy, and he was kind of annoying. I was at the movie theater, and I had like half a thing of milk duds, and he was just this guy was really annoying. And I, at the end of the thing the milk duds I left in the cup holder of the thing. Hmm. And uh, he's like, hey, are there any left in that box? And I looked, I'm like, yeah, he's like, do you mind if I have them? And then I just took them and I dumped them out on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you go, you go, go, have at it, dude. That's basically your brother. And I'm like, hey, you, you, you done with that over there? <laughs> he's done and you just have to just smash it with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. You can have it. <laughs> we talked about it at work today, and I was like, man, you know what? Maybe I could take it in, uh, like, uh, Cephalix, and then you can extend um, Texas's feet out a little far. Nope, can't even do that. You can't. He's not allowed. God damn it. The one Crick's thing that it would work doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can totally take it. Sick. Yeah, that, I bet that's I nice. could take Brunnen Lug. Okay. <laughs> sure. Wrong eye snapshot. Just saying. Well, you can. Wrong eye. If you want to, you want to be that way, uh, that's a pretty underrated guy. I think wrong eye. I know he is, sure is. I'm just uh, Gaston doesn't really do do anything for those things, but no, that's true. But like with Chromac too, I thought about taking him. It'd be pretty sweet. All those Def 14 warpulls. Mm. 
Yep. Anyway. Oh. Everybody ready? Yeah. Any other? Anybody see anything cool? Do anything cool? Uh. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, <not> really. Nope. <laughs> I watched Ancient Aliens today, which is a show that I love for no reason. And they, uh, there's a marine biologist on there saying that octopi are like completely their own. They haven't. They can't find out what they evolved from, which is pretty wild. Not that uh-huh. it means that they're aliens or anything, but that's like they have no genetic like similarities with other uh, species, you know, outside of cephalopods. Like they're completely unique, and they can uh, edit their own DNA, which is fucked up. So that's like how they they can make all those weird adaptations, where they're bioluminescent or they uh, camouflage crazy, like crazy fast and stuff like that. It's because they yeah. can change their own DNA. That's wild. So anyway, cool. That's, yeah, pretty cool. That show though, hot, hot they, garbage. They also built the pyramids. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they 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 can do it eight times or four times as fast because they have eight arms. Yeah, I think it's sense. interesting that that's uh, that that is a scientific truth, and then like also like the weird cultural zeitgeist around like eldritch imagery, like always includes like like octopus tentacles, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's I guess that's one that was one uh, new theory that emerged. Like people thought that. You know, life evolved from a primordial soup here, but I guess that's somewhere. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. For some reason, or other, that wasn't possible due to how many uh, asteroids and meteorites were hitting the Earth at the time. Like, it would wipe out the beginning stages of life. So people think that life would like came over in bacterial form on an asteroid and then evolved here, which is kind of cool. So maybe everything's aliens. How neat is that? Mm-hmm. Pretty neat. Yeah. I do. Anyway, it's that's literally a plot of Prometheus, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I, I put that together halfway through the episode. I was like, hey, wait a second, <laughs> I've seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an I actually like that movie. I don't care what people say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, damn right. But there is a, a problem. Good, it's a good looking movie. Who cares it's, if they wear their helmets and like other atmospheres and stuff? Yeah, who cares? They're like, oh, they're like, they're like space Steve Irwin's. They would never touch that weird snake. Yeah, yeah. okay. So sure. what? If they're space Steve Irwin's, isn't that the first thing they do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah. But there's one infuriating thing that like has is that the, I call it the Prometheus effect. So like when you're we're in the corral with a, a loader or something, like cleaning things up or spreading some straw or something. These some of these cows do what I call the Prometheus effect, where like they will run, like instead of like walking five feet to the side to get out of the path of my loader, they'll just walk parallel with me, right in front of me the entire time, like that chick did when the spaceship was falling on her. Yeah, just 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 go ten feet to the side and you're you're good to go. Go to the left. Fucking again. I I can guarantee that every single person, if they were stuck in a situation like that, would immediately get crushed. Like one hundred percent would shit themselves. Also, they'd go to the left. And the donut would know, and it would just go to the left. Like, that's the, what they all start taking into account is, like, Murphy's Law. It would just go wherever she ran to. That's fair. There's no, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. If, if a car was barreling, like, if you're at the farmer's market and an old person was barreling into it, if you ducked left, he would just turn left. Like, that's just, that's just <laughs> the way it is. If, if, if I'm on the road and, like, a gopher's running across the street, it doesn't, I, there's no, there's no option. I'm running over that gopher. It's like, the gopher can't. <laughs> They go for Sorry, it. I'm buddy. trying to avoid it. I'm trying to avoid it with every fucking. I'm willing to basically kill myself. No, it's dead. So the, uh, <laughs> like, 
It's just, you know, it's just the way it's going to be. You in the barrel pit, it runs towards the barrel pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what it does. God, my, my first car was a murder machine. So, like, I don't know what animals were just attracted to it. Like, and I hit a fucking owl one time. I was driving, and it just, like, flew and hit my windshield. And just <laughs> shot, shot to the air. I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It was bizarre.